0: Warning, this podcast was produced by two men who still think that swearing is both big and clever. As a result, it contains quite a lot of it. Therefore, this podcast is not suitable for children, unless they're really fucking cool children.
1: Hey everyone, Christopher Greer here, welcoming you to another episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. We are up to episode three of season two, and this one requires a little bit of a preamble explanation, I think. Basically, I think we've alluded to this in the first couple of episodes, but we recorded this episode a few months back. We recorded it out of sequence because we had a friend of ours, a friend of the show's, coming to visit. A guy called Si Sharp, and he is a sort of music journalist, a bit of an expert on many different things, but one, but one topic in particular, he's always had a soft spot for is this kind of very early nineties indie. Stroke Grebo music, because today we are talking about Jesus Jones. So while he was in town, we wanted to get this episode done. And this means we recorded this when we still had our shitty little microphones before we kind of upgraded a little bit. So for one episode, we are unfortunately back to the sound quality that we kind of used to have. Bear with it. I understand it's not nice, but you know, fuck it. That's what you get. It's also quite a long episode because there were three of us We're having a good old chat about this, Um, album, so I hope you you get a lot out of it. We had a lot of fun doing it, but I understand that it almost feels a little bit out of place uh, whenever you listen to these in order, but such is life. Also doesn't help that we decided to record in Dave's conservatory uh, with the door open, which means there's loads of birdsong outside and just general outdoor noises. If affecting the whole thing as well so you know it is what it is that's what I'm saying also by the way the reason I'm doing the intro this week is because Dave is still up at Edinburgh Fringe being a comedy bell end and doing a show up there and he's too busy so you've got me for this week he'll be back as of next week I'm quite sure he's coming to the end of his Fringe run if you are up there go and see his show ADH David actually very good you wouldn't think of it when having listened to this podcast but it's worth it's worth checking out anyway that'll do from me let's crack on with the podcast I really hope you enjoy it thank you
0: And listen, the podcast where we review every UK number one album of the 90s in order and in excruciating detail. Uh, this week, I am here with my co host, Chris DeGreer. Hello, everyone. And my name, as always, is Dave Fenson. But we've got a little surprise for you this week, people, because we've got our good friend, friend of the show, Cy Sharp of Beat Dot Rehab in the house. Say hello, Cy. Hello, everyone. And uh, yeah, we've brought him here because he is a bit of an expert on the concept of Grebo.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, we've known Simon for many, many years. Well, so was in 96,
0: was it, we kind of
1: first met up, round about uh, Would It would have be, been, yeah, 96, 95 96, yeah, we used to DJ together, we were in all the same sort of indie yeah, clubs and stuff like that And we have known forever that Si was a big fan of this style of stuff Yes Grebo was your thing
0: Yes, that was, uh, I was
1: briefly relevant
0: <laughs> Yes uh, For about two years If, if yeah. you're unfamiliar with the concept of Grebo, we'll get into that as the podcast goes Why is it relevant, you ask because today we are covering Krista Greer We're not covering Chris Agreer, we're covering Jesus Jones' Doubt album. And for people that don't speak Northern Irish, that's Doubt.
1: D O U B T. Dart. Doubt, that's how it's pronounced.
0: Doesn't Eric Bristow play darts? (laughs) Not much anymore. I suppose so. He's dead as fuck, isn't he? Sorry if there's any fans of Eric Bristow listening. Um, We are now into February of
1: 1991.
0: Yes we are, this is episode 3 of the podcast, didn't say up up the front from 1991, Um, so yeah obviously we've covered over the last couple of weeks Mm. Enigma, Enigma and a bit of Sting and now we
1: are in February 1991 that this album got to the top spot, only for one week though, so it's another flash in the pan in and out,
0: which is uh, the story of my sex life, Mm. yeah, no, okay, well, I mean, I think it's fairly impressive that, you know, Jesus Jones got a number one album, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I what's your relationship with this?
1: Um, I I really liked Jesus Jones. I remember being a fan back in 1990, 1991. Uh-huh. I'm sure it's the same story as you, say si. I heard Info Freakle first. Yeah, That yeah. was there off the previous album, off their debut album, liked that, and then was kind of interested in whatever they did afterwards.
2: Yeah, I mean, Info Freakle was their their first single, and it was... Um, they're not a story Of a band That spent years On the gig circuit And then got recognised uh, They formed in 88 And Info Freaker Was their first single Came out about February And it was yeah, It was a, it was a big hit In the enemy melody It, it
1: was It was really It was a, a massive Kind of New big thing Sort of style Yeah um, And then only really like A year and a bit later Or two years later When this is out Yeah so Liquidizer Was the first album Yeah And that came out in, Was that 1989 yeah. Right okay Oh yeah, because this album was actually recorded in 1990, wasn't it? Like, yeah, uh, and then food, food sat on it for a right. For yeah, a yeah, okay. So within the space of let's say two years, two and a bit years, they've gone from absolutely nothing to a number one album and kind of indie enemy darlings. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think the um,
2: the in terms of their success, the interesting thing is how big they were in America. And I guess we'll come to that later on when we're talking about one of the songs.
1: Yeah. Yes, absolutely, yeah. They were almost comedically huge over there for being such a weird little, you know, Wiltshire-based nothingness.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you know, they are, you know, to this day, a kind of a feature of a certain style of American... Uh a, a sitcom like the kind of oh, remember Jesus Jones? That's kind of the, right. Okay, that's kind of a punchline in a certain kind of American I was, sitcom. Of as well,
1: that was. I'm guessing that's what the Americans thought British music was in 1990. This was the exciting mm. new English. Uh, maybe thing,
0: I mean, I, I don't know if that's the case. No, I mean obviously you know you got you know you still got you know the, the the shadow of the Cure For over alternative music back end of the 80s early 90s that's when they're kind of hitting their absolute strident it's, it's you know don't underestimate how massive the queue were in the states they are an enormous band. True. so I mean for me this is a slightly a slightly different story because you know I'm you know a little bit younger than you guys so like, I'm literally, literally by man, about man. a year yeah, I don't know fuck well, well, you guys. I mean, we, we, fucking you're younger than me as well yeah, so. I mean, yeah don't fucking lump him in with, oh yeah no you the same as me he? but um, anyway so, but the point is right, I was kind of I, you know I was, a, I was at school when this came out um, now I I mean, I was still reading Smash Hits magazine at the time and Jesus Jones got big enough that they were being covered in there. So that's where I became aware of them. So, you know, we'll we'll talk about this as the album goes on, but there's a couple of the singles off this album I had. Yeah. But I never went down the line of getting this whole album. So listening to this the first, this is the first time I've heard this. I'm going to be in a very different state of affairs to you guys on this because obviously you guys both know it really, really well.
1: And well, I don't. Yeah, when you say really well, I I had a taped copy of this album when it came out. I never bought it, but I did know the singles, and I did I did really like them. Whenever I was listening to it for this, I didn't remember quite a few of, uh, tracks on there well at all. I was like, oh, right, this this brings no bells. Same for you, si, um
2: So you were my, you more. So well, yeah, I mean, so quickly my story in terms of how I got the album because um, I was into Jesus Jones a lot, and I was. Um, probably won't surprise you
0: I was uh, acting a panto <laughs> I just uh, for, for, the, for the I mean it, it, we'll put a photo with Simon up on our social media right? just for the purposes of this I'd like to point out that uh, the, a notable feature of Simon is that he's the only person in this world that I can tolerate who has a feature moustache <laughs> right is quite a, Simon's a flamboyant character um and that's what it says On his Tinder profile yeah. <laughs> it, it, He doesn't have one, that's that's one. That his wife is it, His wife's in my garden So I can't say that loudly Anyway um, Carry on
2: Yes yeah, so I, um, I, was, I was I was in Panto And I, I was Hold uh, <laughs> on you, you were 14 or so at the time? Uh, I'd have been 15, 15 When this came out Okay yeah. Let's, Let's unpack this Who were you playing? Oh It was I think oh, I think it Was Was I playing in Robinson Like a Robinson Crusoe Type Panto oh, yeah. Okay, uh, that, that, that's a that's a genre
0: of panto, yeah. Yeah, and who uh, who do who, you have been playing? I it was a made up character. I don't think. Oh, right. um, yeah. Were we like Man Tuesday or something? Uh, no, but I don't, but
2: pretty sure people blacked up for it. Oh, oh God. in Surrey, is it? Uh, yes, in Surrey, <laughs> in Cobham, and Surrey. I mean, that still happens to this day. <laughs> yeah, once a year. Um, so yeah, I was um I was in and I was uh, it, also in the panto was a a Radio One DJ called Adrian Just. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and so he. Got me this on promo before it came out. What? Nice. Along with a white label of thirty something by Carter
1: USM.
0: Was oh, yeah, he mate.
1: Yeah. Oh so wow. Well. You were
0: happy as pig shit. Yeah.
1: Totally. Totally. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: Look at that. Right. Good guy Adrian Just. Well, <laughs> what happened to him? Well
2: well, 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 the point is he he, he hasn't gone to prison. Well, so. exactly. <laughs> I think in that, in that respect, no news is good news <laughs> on that one.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I was, wait, is there anything you had to do in return for this twelve <laughs> inch?
2: <laughs> anything else? So just speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Do you want no, a seven inch To go with that <laughs> He was definitely One of the generation That got kicked out By Matthew Bannister When they had that Big radio went shake up yeah, right. Who was enormously Embittered with DLT And uh-huh. that, that generation Simon So Bates. That's why No one listening to this Will have heard
1: of him well, No indeed It's, a, it's a, an absolute footnote yeah. In radio history A yeah. yeah. like, little,
0: Ray little Ray known fact, little factoid About Adrian Just He was the inspiration Behind the Radiohead song Of the same <laughs> <Yeah>. name <laughs> Adrian <laughs> Yeah <laughs> That's right Adrian
3: <laughs> Just
0: stop it Yeah, okay, right, so Okay. So. I guess When it comes to knowledge about Jesus Jones I gets the gold medal on the podium mm-hmm. Chris is in silver and here I am With a lovely tarnished bronze badge Yeah As always Okay, so do we need to do any more background what on this record? Say...
1: Right, just in terms of kind of general background This only reached number 25 in the States on release So even though some of the singles were really big It, it wasn't like a, a massive number one Album oh, straight away over there. It was a long yeah. seller, rather than a, an instant big hit, uh, and it was only number one here for one week, which is understandable. I think it's the week where all of us bought it. Probably, yeah. it really is. And let's face it, you know, it's the first week in February. We're still in that post Christmas slump. No one's really releasing
0: anything important. No, no.
1: Um, and so it's one of those things that I go, yeah, they probably didn't have to sell a huge amount. Got number one, fucked off again.
0: Yeah, but you know, you know, in the pantheon of the stuff that we've been talking about, these are the releases that I'm the most interested in in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Because Sting's always going to sell a lot of records because yep. he's Sting. Yep. I mean, Enigma, that's being sold off the back of a gimmicky lead single. Um, oh, and, and a massively single, and it was something that was kind of new
1: but bland enough to be easily accessible. Exactly that.
0: It's like, oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm driving my Vauxhall Cavalier up and down the motorway. Yeah. I could do with some Gregorian chanting. Yeah. Why wouldn't we? But this is this is more interesting to me because this is groundswell. This is yes. this is something that's happening not necessarily in the view of the mainstream, but there's enough interest underground that it kind of bubbles up like a spot, I suppose. Or, yeah. yeah you
1: know, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a, little gribble zit. Yeah. Big that, gribble exactly. zit. I
2: think fans of the wonder stuff. Kind of done the groundwork, got everything to a certain level, and then now, start on '91, you're starting to get these bands commercially breaking yeah. through for a brief period until you know something happens in September '91 with
0: Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. very yeah. true. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think like, the, probably the, the most analogous thing of, that we've done on this podcast so far is that Charlotte's
1: record. Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, which was, I like, loved. Indie little little small band coming through, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. OK, so, right, let's start, as we always do, mm-hmm. um, with the album cover. Have we got a copy of it here? No. Oh, for fuck's sake, what's wrong with this? I haven't got I, I it. Well, I've never this had it, no. Anyway, well, we've, we've all seen the picture, though, haven't we? We've, OK, so looking at this, I mean, it's, you know, it's <laughs> going back into our stock phrase, it's very of its time. Wait, yes,
1: and like you said, the, the thing that I thought of uh, was most comparable was the charlatans in terms of design, because when you look at your Elton John's and... George Michael's whatever—they're very polished. There's obviously money spent on the design. There's very, very little money spent on the design of this. I, I mean, I, that's almost the point, I guess, is that it's fucking—we're we, cool. We don't need to have a, a big do you think image. So? I don't item. know. I mean,
2: I—I no. think of it as being very much a graphic design style of its time. Yeah. If you compare it to things like Pop Release itself hmm. and those sort of things, and as I'm sure we'll come back to about you know how it's aged, etc. Yeah. Jesus Jones are very much and yeah, very much of their time, deliberately so. Mm. Um, so I think that's probably why it looks a little bit funny now. Yeah, I mean,
0: this is quite, I mean, to me this is very, you know, in a- and I guess I say this because I've got a real interest in this because you know at the time I was like really you know I was a skateboarder I was really into skateboarding mm-hmm. this is very much of that kind of that skateboarding aesthetic of that kind of late 80s early 90s sure kind of very kind of visual graphic if you look at the logo it's kind of very deliberate distressing yeah. kind of if you compare that to like the Rad magazine which was like the UK skate magazine at the time's logo very similar is kind of okay. form of that and then yeah like you say Populate Itself they had their little kind of crotch I don't know what he's called I'm sure you guys know what he was called you know what I don't know he's got, I don't know he's got a name good yeah. I'm glad right. but he, he's, um, yeah, he's you know very kind of simple kind of line drawing but with a bit of uh, Bit of character in there a little bit of menacing kind of countercultural. Hmm. a little bit subversive and then yeah you, then this graphic is just you know kind of repeated all over and quite you know replicated into a pattern it very much speaks of a very particular era to me and I kind of know from looking at it what I expect to get I think it also does it also if you hold it
2: if you if you move it the the tone of the color changes oh really so i guess oh i've,
0: I've only i've only seen a flat so, version of it oh, a, okay. a, a
2: little bit like this how it's like silver and white i think it it does that we change it and it, the the, the of you know, the color of it changes oh like
0: like prismatic or lenticular or whatever it's called well that
2: know. is a yeah a series of words that i don't understand <laughs> yeah. um, but i hope so if it is then we then you I, I mean I,
0: what i'd like to say though is just a one up for the uh, uk uh, public school system then wouldn't we <laughs> <laughs> fucking money spent on your education mate It's don't what lenticular means no well yeah, I didn't do very well <laughs> in that system all I got was this
2: voice
1: yeah, yeah fair
0: <laughs> well all I got was this voice and beaten up in three days
1: so you you one ahead of me there but uh, in terms of the, the look of the cover like you said when you see it you kind of know what's going to be inside it definitely yep. is I mean of, a CD I was thinking yeah it might be a tape mate but yeah. what would it be in a CD cover don't ask me these questions but you know it, it, it fits them in With the other bands Of the time It looks a bit like Probably itself I suppose Modern stuff were A different aesthetic Yeah they, they were a bit
2: more Of a yeah, kind of pop art Yeah uh,
1: Look But um, I mean EMF Who yeah. I'm
0: sure We'll talk about A little bit in this It looks like One of that gang
2: Maybe
0: in a way yeah. Yeah, yeah, I so. it, yeah I mean like You know You kind of You look at this And you're like Okay this is in my tribe
1: Yes, okay. yeah. You'd be, yeah, you'd be exactly when you're looking through the record store. Even if you don't know the name, you'll be interested.
0: Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yeah, so anyway. I mean, it does
1: a job. I don't think it's a particularly great cover. I think it's like it is just a one image done yeah, over and over. Yeah, anyway. I mean, it's that's why I'm saying no not, time has been spent on it. I don't think.
0: Well, I think time has been spent on it. I just think it's probably what the aesthetic of, of what they were looking for is not necessarily aged particularly yeah, well. Yeah, I, I, I think
2: you're, it's like you're looking at the special effects of a film from this era. And yeah. it might have been cutting edge at the time, but now it looks cheap. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah that, sure, that one yeah. works for me.
0: Anyway, right, should we go straight into the first song? What's the first song called Krista. First song is Trust Me. Trust me I know what I'm doing. Sample big riff, yeah, it's cool. got it. Got it. open chord, got riffing away. Yeah, but this is a
1: big, solid yeah.
2: statement of. Keyboard drop. Yeah, and it's, it's very much a. Um, from this sound
0: and as well. And of course you've got more like well, his guitars but they sound like. Okay, Okay, right, so we've got his voice coming in here. I, I think how you feel about Mike Edwards' voice is probably quite key to how you get oh, on with got, Are we James? doing Elton John again? Well, look, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he sounds like a bit of a... Like, uh, 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 the words I've written down here are reticent lemmy what really listen to him he sounds a bit like Lemmy but he sounds like with a bit of a kind of Marianne Hobbs vocal inflection (laughs) it's true he's he's, I mean he's a very PG Lemmy (laughs) (laughs) but listen wait okay go back listen to the voice tell tell me I'm wrong tell me he doesn't he's got a bit of that Ace of Spades era Lemmy he's got that kind of he's got the gravel in it he's got the kind of the straight ahead direction on it just check it out (laughs) You're fucking wrong He sounds like A Um, reticent lemmy
2: Well I don't think It's deliberate My take on Mike Hay Was I don't think He is A born vocalist I think he's A songwriter Who sings His own songs Mm. Yeah And Mm. since they're Such a kind of
0: Studio band He's produced His voice to, To have a certain sound Yes, right. I think that's very, very true. I mean, I've, I've I've got notes about his vocal ability that goes throughout this, right? Now, just to be clear, you're looking at me like I'm saying reticent Lemmy as an insult, okay? Mm. I'm not. I actually like what he's doing here. Oh, okay. I, I, you know, this, yeah. this song, you know, short and sweet, which is a theme that runs through this album, I mean... Yeah, is this, this like, like two, two and a half minutes, this yeah, song, yeah. isn't it? I mean, across this whole album, there's only a couple, I think maybe two that run over run over th- three minutes and change right. it's heavy it's fun it sounds really unleashed it's like a, very much a kind of like you said a statement mm-hmm. a, a statement of intent and it's like okay straight away I'm up for spending some time with you people okay yeah, first impression away. good then yeah absolutely right um, I,
1: mean, I agree with what you said Si I think they put this at number one as track one Deliberately To get those kind of the Old fans in from the previous album the previous song they had Which was a lot more kind of raw Yeah And underproduced To kind of bed them in a little bit Before they had some of their Softer moments, you know
2: Yeah, and I, I was pleased At how well this song's aged I mean, I know uh, yeah. I know that I love this sound Well, indeed It's is is, absolutely But it, it's, it's, it's There's true. so much going on It's so furious And it just, it just stops after Two and a half minutes Or whatever it is Bam Yeah
1: Right, okay No, I think this is fine. I think my my only kind of concern with this is that there's not much of a real riff. It's just a lot of noise going on. I mean, there's a lot of different bits going on, overlaid each other. There's not a central one bit I can hook
0: onto. Well, I mean, it's, it's that sound, isn't it? It, it, I yeah. mean, it, it, it? This is this goes back to what we talking about, Depeche Mode. It's about you know, kind of sometimes tones and sounds fill in the place of melody, almost. Maybe. like, like,
3: damn. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah No
1: there, there is It's almost It's very sample heavy It's almost like A public enemy Intro Where they've got Sirens and bombs And weird Bass bits going yeah. On. yeah And I think
2: And there's a lot of times In this album Where I I really struggled To work out What the actual genre was Of the songwriting itself Obviously okay. the, the sound is You know is kind of this grebo Loud, you know, loud sirens. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, like all forward-thinking musicians of time, heavily influenced by Bomb Squad. That sure. Sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's very rare that you kind of can imagine what genre these songs would sound like when they were originally written before the band started just chucking stuff on there.
0: Right. That's true. Well, I think this is one of the things I like about this most, like so far. The, the what this sounds like is. People that are open to a lot of influences, throwing things together, uh, and seeing what works and what doesn't, and you know, we'll discuss whether how how successful those things are as we go through the mm. record. Yeah. But obviously, even though this is now kind of you know thirty years, uh, you know, kind of post hoc, it still doesn't sound specifically like anything else.
1: What you mean uh, specifically, like something else in nineteen ninety-one, or yeah, ever?
0: you can go okay. Well, there's a bit of this in here, and I can take you know this bit sounds a bit heavy metal, or this bit sounds a bit mm. kind of pop. This sounds a bit kind of synth pop. This sounds a bit goth. You can kind of hear all the influences where they've kind of taken a lot of this stuff on. This song is not the best example of it. I'm okay, no, maybe. sure. But you can go, right, this is, you know, this is a, a group of people that seem to have a fairly open mind about what's going on and they're happy to throw a load of different stuff that doesn't necessarily work together. Uh, in the way, you know, when we were to that, that Shilad O'Connor record and we started hearing breakbeats and then Shiladys and whatever yeah. the like fuck it was, right? You know, and, you know, it's a, it's, it's a little bit more nuanced than that. It's, mm-hmm. you know, things are working in harmony or grating against each other. Yeah. But, but I,
2: see, I, to- I think these are... Jesus has come across to me like a band that love pop music in all its different forms, and um there's a few bands around this time um that seem to be loving living in the time they're they're living in yeah. terms of yeah. you've got breakbeats that come over from the states and they've influenced everyone across genres in the uk yeah. to, the, to the extent that you know we almost don't bother getting into the sort of Chicago house sound we go straight into hardcore so we just yeah. take those breakbeats. and same with these guys you can you can tell that they are completely unsnobbish about what they listen to um mm-hmm. and they love the fact that they're making music for the time they're making it
0: are they completely unsnobbish or or is there a, a complete implied uh musical superiority in here they like fuck you guys we know what we're talking about this is the best thing we're doing um, i get i get a touch of that about it
2: I mean, I know that I know that Mel and Kim get a, uh, a shout out on the on the liner notes. Nice. I, I think <laughs> of this album. Yeah, the, I think there's a
0: big list of influences,
2: and it is. You know, it, yeah, they, they are. They, there is a sort of vibe of them being cultural
1: magpies. Okay, okay. okay. I think there's, there's. I mean, I don't know if there's a snobbery like you you would feel it, but there's definitely. Uh, we are the new guard. There's yeah. the, the you know, we we are the people who have got the use of these new technologies, and we are making. Music for the future Rather than looking back I think there's that There's not, not a dismissal Of everything they've listened to But there is a A putback. it That was that And we are now are,
0: are you saying That they are the seed Of the new breed They will succeed Their time has come Possibly I didn't know would like get it. this deep Who who, who was that? <laughs> E17 Is it? <laughs> In that
1: case, I'm definitely set. one's no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, really, really. a fucking philosopher genius. Yeah, I mean, the
2: only thing I would take exception to is I I don't think they are trying to be the sound of the future. I think they're trying to be the sound. Well, I suppose they are by implication, but to me, it's the sound of the present. Oh, right. It, now. It's it's right it's happening. Right yeah, now. all this stuff's happening right now. You know. What no, you're right. actually. That's what did you, you say? Do, that stuff's to, happening
0: right here, right now. I just made that joke. Yeah. Oh, did yeah, you? Yeah. 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 I wasn't to listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, but, so
1: yeah. Yeah, that's a fair summation actually because it was. Because this, is, this isn't future-proofed. No, no, absolutely not. No, well, some of the popular ones maybe, but no, yeah. that isn't. No. That
0: definitely isn't. No, this is, I've listened to this and I've gone, I kind of feel bittersweet about this song because I like it mm-hmm. and I know that I would have liked it so much more as a 15-year-old. Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. When I was, you know, opened that at the time and it's like and for me it's like oh this is a little bit of a missed opportunity almost
1: yeah well we've talked about this a little bit before where i'm a fan of populate itself yeah and you know you probably would have liked some of their stuff if you'd given them a chance at the time yeah but you were into other stuff so you didn't
0: yeah you know it's and it's this is the, the beauty of what music is today for all of the the faults and whatever the ubiquity of music and the devaluation of music what you do now have is access to everything mm-hmm. whereas at this time because I didn't have a mate that was specifically into this whereas I did have a mate who was specifically into NWA sure I had access to that record so I didn't you know I, I didn't have a, a, a frame for this if I'd had a mate, some mates that were into this I would have got into get I, I know this or is if you'd something. sucked off a
1: Radio 1 DJ in a pant
2: yeah time. exactly but I yeah.
0: if I'd let a Radio DJ fix it for me
3: yeah it, it could have been a different story
2: I like the fact that Agent Just has got this guy's <laughs> career and he's like he's been untainted <laughs> <laughs> I've nailed it and then you've
0: just ruined
1: it you say we have you the one who sucked him off <laughs>
0: yeah, he showed a little bit of kindness was <laughs> <to laughs> a young boy and by kindness I mean his penis I went to a boarding school there was, there was very little
2: very few adult figures in my life I didn't suck off
0: <laughs> <laughs> and which is why we've got you to guest on this podcast <laughs> um, anyway.
1: okay so track one Dave Urin You're 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 I thought thought you were calling me Dave (laughs) Urin Which is my punk name (laughs) Um, Yeah so you're good with this one You like this Yeah yeah I like this Cy you remember this well obviously Yeah and I think
2: Yeah uh, yeah, I I, I think You're straight back in Yeah I think this is age. I love it it.
1: Cool I think think it's okay I think it does the job very well Because we've said On previous albums That they've had a shit opening track and it puts you on the wrong foot instantly. Yeah. I think this is definitely the right way to open this album.
2: Yeah. Although um, interesting because you've discussed this in in season 1 mm. quite a bit about the idea of the the statement of intent. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously NWA Street Street Compton yeah. might like, be the ultimate example. Yeah. But there's also, I mean this album doesn't do it, but there is something to be said for the intro track that takes it slowly and then brings in the B like you know, oh, like the Interpol albums. Oh uh, sure. You know, yeah. Do
1: that. And that the, the, the Charlatans album that we talked about had a, a big yeah. nice softer intro one before getting into the meat of it really
2: so uh, yeah I take yeah. your point but this this is this is first song on the album first song they play, they play when they when they tour the album on stage was think? it uh, I'm pretty sure it is and it's got oh, that, it makes sense. it's got that vibe I'm, but I, yeah. I think when I, I saw them tour this album uh, I'm pretty sure I did, did I see you've got a ticket with you uh yes I bought some
1: uh awesome yeah there you are Jesus Jones 26th of February 1991 and country club seven pound advance okay. price, brilliant, mate. Yeah, I mean, I was I saw them on this tour as well. I and I don't have a ticket, but I looked it up the date and it was the 8th of February in Belfast, it was the day before album release. Oh, okay, because this is the tour with Silk supporting, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. so hippie chicks, that's the one, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw them there in very, Easter
0: used to super glue, uh the things to their head got in trouble for saying that what, for saying that on Going Live did they? I, don't know yeah, right I remember that. they had sequins
1: on their head
2: uh, and they got asked they? about it I remember they had like sort of curly hair going upwards
0: yeah they? and I had sequins on their head and and, uh, and I'm, I'm sure it was so I, and, and one of them said I had it on a phone in how do you get them on there and uh, i was super glued the one I've got in my eye and then, it was like, then there was loads of uh, no, um, a young you press Ferrari. that someone had said you put super glue in your eye on oh, it was eye. It, that was the oh.
2: summer when we all put super glue in our eyes yeah, 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 yeah. that's, that's, really that's, any harm. that's, that's, that's <laughs> why I've only got
0: one working eye to this day <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: well yeah I was at this same show I remember thinking it was fucking brilliant I loved it yeah I was a sweaty mess by the end of
0: it okay so right, we've split the first hour on the opening track so yeah. let's move on to track two okay so track two
1: <laughs> so track two is Who, Where, Why and this was a single this was one of the singles. This like is the, the fourth single. single right? This is yeah. this single. Oh, Psy has the seventh single of this. I think, no, they, I think that's from Adrian Just, actually. What? Really? Oh, so that's from the time.
2: It's coming in spunk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, so again, more something coming through. Yeah. It's a very kind of 90s synth, so I don't know.
0: I mean yeah This this song Has got uh, Some of my least favourite words You can apply to a song Which is A bit of an eastern feel <laughs> like that, I mean, That's trouble, You hear those if Someone goes "See, you After recording this It's got a bit of an eastern feel You're like Oh that's going to be
2: shit Which would be Wouldn't be so bad Were the song Not about questioning yourself yeah mm, yes. as well it? Indeed. it's a bit it's a bit gap year <laughs> i mean
0: like you know i mean cooler shaker would go on to crystallize that into a solid form of crystalline feces that we could all hate from a distance i'm just i'm gonna get some fucking kickback from about back cooler Shaker from you people aren't i
1: i like i think you've got some brilliant songs ah <laughs> oh, you cunts i think he's probably dickhead
0: but <laughs> yeah of course he is yeah right anyway um so it starts off mm. right starts off uh, with that kind of who where what it's, it's a little bit kind of first semester philosophy degree isn't mm-hmm. it it's okay. a little bit like that then we've got that was that samba rhythm that comes in on the sample? It's def- There's definitely a lot going on and mm-hmm. um, they're
2: not a band that you could accuse of like having a minimalist approach to their arrangements anyway but I this song to me has just got there's just too much going on. Yeah. Oh, right yeah you've got a keyboard that's kind of doing the same job as a bass line and there's already a bass line and it's Right.
0: I agree with you to a degree I think the reason I gave for sitting on this was that the production took a long time right that's, that's the Wikipedia answer oh, they spent, well, a, they yeah, spent they, a long yeah. time mixing this album I don't yeah. know whether that's, whether that's true uh, or not
2: I don't know I, I, I thought I, I thought it was just um, the label food sat on it but I, yeah I mean I didn't um, I, know. Right. I, I didn't I didn't realise at the time that it had been recorded a year before okay. I Buying the singles, but, you know, they came out every six months, but that wasn't yeah. unusual. I mean,
0: I, I think throughout this record, so quite often, like, the the production is a little bit all over the shop. There's, like, kind of, particularly with some of the electronic elements, so they haven't worked out where in the mix things should be sitting. So you've got things sitting, like, right up front in the mix, and you're, like...
3: it's jarring.
0: That, yeah, a little bit, you know. it right. Should this be right out there? But like, I actually think... I think this song's... For all of the elements that are within it, I think there's actually some like structurally there's a bit of restraint in this and okay. I, I think you know it, it, it does it, it's, it's got a pop sensibility to it that the, like this amount of stuff didn't necessarily ought to have I think
2: no and I, I thought at the time that of all those bands Jesus Jones would be the ones that would keep on because they're pop sensibility I thought they'd keep on reinventing themselves and, yeah uh, but yeah I'm terrible at
1: predicting when bands <laughs> 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 if only uh, exactly, wonder stuff would have taken over the world. Well, yeah. and and eat and cut etc. <laughs> yes, um, I think this is. I think this is okay. I don't necessarily see it as being a single, but it was the fourth one They were kind of just yeah, you know. Yeah, fixed. Yeah. only eleven tracks on this album, so when you get to single four, you are going. This will do. Yeah, this is fine. Totally. Um, I I think this is the first time that we've because the first track where Mike Edwards is more. Of that raw, growling yeah. voice. This is more where he's sounding like Mike Edwards to me. Or well, the Mike Edwards that now we know. Yeah. You know. Uh, and so it is a cleaner sound in terms of that. I didn't think there was much of a chorus to this. I thought there wasn't enough to to keep me. Um, you know, I couldn't sing this to you afterwards. And if I if I went if someone went oh can you sing me that who where why song I'd be like who am I where am I well I mean, are, why am I? That, and you think i just it.
0: making it up because that's not a chorus well I mean it depends I mean I, I think I've probably got a, a, a broader definition than you've what a chorus can and shouldn't be but okay well it's the bit in the middle of the song yes that's fair enough
3: <laughs> but Frick. but,
1: I, but no, to me this doesn't uh, stand out as no I, 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 think, I know
0: what you're saying I mean I quite like it I've, I've got that mm, who am I've got that kind of caught in my head oh, so yeah? to be listening to it so I okay it's I, hard, I, know, I do like this I think I like it I've a sound of things I like this better than both of you do Which surprises me yeah, I don't think this is brilliant I think For me Like the song itself is, is fine But when all of these Kind of disparate elements Come together at the end It's quite a glorious Noise Right Okay when yeah. every, when it, You know you Get it when everything's Kind of Almost like Almost where there is You said that's too much Right But almost where it is Like way too much At the end yeah, I kind of like that It's just like coming at you I was listening to it with my headphones oh, yeah. And I was walking the dog And it just was like Is that hey, like a I'll big watch. attack of, of yeah.
2: music It'd be interesting though If you feel that way When we get towards the
1: end of the album <clears throat> yeah. Okay I mean, uh, The one thing I do I, I did pick up on this Is the lyrics on this one um, Obviously the album is called Doubt mm-hmm. And he has said in interviews About why that is, is One of the reasons is that He'd come off the back of this big album now he was in the middle of interview hell Everyone was wanting a bit of him And we're, he was starting to question Whether he was What he thought he was He's a bit of an imposter syndrome this right? is def-
2: I've got imposter syndrome Yes
1: I, I really yeah. pick up on that That The whole Who am I Did I do these things Are they as good as I think Am I as good as I thought yeah. I was There's yeah. a real questioning of self in this
2: And I've read a few, I mean, I've read a couple of interviews as well Where he kind of talks about The virtues of doubt And the virtues of that and how okay. he, was, he was seeing a lot of kind of perceived arrogance from other bands, I guess because they're selling stuff. All oh, um, right. And he, yeah, you know, some of this album is kind of about the virtues of of feeling that way. There's definitely um, a theme there, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm,
0: okay. you know, and, and you know, the first song we didn't really talk about the lyrics in the first song, and, and, and you know, we probably shouldn't give much more time to the first song. But uh, you know, but yeah, there was a lot of stuff kind of quite confessional lyrics in there, almost like about uh, you know abusing someone's trust. Mm-hmm. it kind of seemed to be it's like you know okay well I've you know I've you know followed me I'm you know you've followed me but I've actually led you down the wrong path. Right. There's a lot of that in there. So uh, there's a lot you know definitely a lot of kind of uh, kind of a bit of kind of teenage self-reflection a little bit of self-loathing sure. a little bit of self-doubt going on throughout this which you know that would have been right on my street that's true Jesus Christ mate that was that was my brand <laughs> yeah <laughs> still is tattoos
1: right through you yeah exactly well, well again this is I think this is probably fine it didn't really do it much for me I must admit
0: this is not see this not my favourite one first few listens mm. but when I listened to this through a couple, a couple of times time. earlier mm. I, you know I, I was getting into this one oh
1: yeah yeah, I, I think I like it better than, than you do. I'm just looking at the uh, seven-inch size brought of this, and it says the the crisis mix, the A-side, is production by Phil Harding and Ian Curnoy for PWL. Really? Is it in Stock and Waterman?
2: Yeah, I guess it must be. I'm not quite sure where the uh, the, the production company they are. Oh,
0: how
1: how is is that? That is strange. I didn't know. Mm. Oh, well, I'm surprised Food Records let anyone from PWL touch it in mm. terms of just trying to stay cool
0: maybe I could get it on the Hitman and Her
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that's selling Jesus Jones records
0: (laughs) exactly right exactly right track three let's crack on
1: yeah okay so this is the the big one TM International Bright Young Thing this is the second biggest one is that Myra Hindley
0: not like Myra Hindley. That's Mike Edwards. That's Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards is <laughs> like fucking Myra Hindley on the radio. Who am I? Where am I? You're <laughs> Myra Hindley, and you're in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, 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 this has started happening in the background. I apologise. But uh, Sides so handed me the seven-inch single of uh, "International Bright Young Thing," which is the next song, uh, and I'm just going to describe it. as like a kind of a weird swirl with either Mike Edwards or... Myra Hindley's face on it. It's not clear. Um, I'm being told one thing. My eyes tell me another. <laughs> uh, and then in the mass of hair, there's the Panorama logo. So uh, good news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has also got an eastern flavour, hasn't it? I mean, it's got eastern, this has got an eastern flavour in the way that a bag of Walkers' curry crisps does. <laughs>
1: So well, oh, yeah, you, yeah, you, even you remember this from the time then. Oh, I have this, oh, right, yeah. This the time? yeah. So, this was the third single, and this is the single that was like as this was released, it was released in January 91 and then yeah. into the album, yeah. Okay, and you did you buy yours at the time, Sai? Of course, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Back then, you liked 10 bands and you bought everything they did, yeah. sure,
1: yeah. Now, th- this was. Hugely targeted again By the enemy Melody maker etc Another one Where they were Right behind them Mm. Big 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 Um, I think it's just A fantastic song still I really I I love love that intro I
2: think the way Because it's got And again All talking about The the influences And the time In which they live You've got that Funky drummer break Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah it just goes Yeah the intro Is wonderful Love it
1: Yes I I think it's a really Catchy guitar lick That comes in as well Uh, Production on this Sounds nice and crisp And clean It's not the, the mess That they wanted to do On the first one I think this is absolutely yeah. a, a step
0: up. And a lot of this is, you know, so, uh, you know, talk about making what you can of your voice. You know, so much of this is sold by the way he inflects his voice. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, this is not, this is like you say, he's not a natural singer. This isn't a great kind of vocal talent. But this is someone that knows how to uh, make his voice sound different and interesting. A real example of making the absolute most of, of what you've got to work with, I think. Fair enough. Yeah. This, uh, this is so difficult because this song is just like a... Like a sense memory, you kind of yeah. get swept up in the pe- the pace of it because it's relentless. It starts and it's over before. Yeah, you they, they, I mean to the end, I mean, they don't mess an endings, do they? It just like, it, they just it's it's just stop, just, just, just go. <laughs> 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 but you know, like this is this is like for me, this is like I can I can smell pints of snakebite and black right. and tassel skirts and being young and. Yeah, fingering someone in Mirage. Do you know what I mean? All of that stuff, man. Like Mirage is a nightclub in Luton, not a figment of my imagination. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I don't think it's just the <laughs> Mirage part of that sentence that we're going to be focused on. Um, if, if you never fingered someone in a nightclub, then you weren't in the nineties, or in Luton, in or Mirage, in Luton in mirage. <laughs> <laughs> or me, no, yeah, on the receiving end from Dave. <laughs> it's, it's fucking grim, in it, man? You know? <laughs> Through a tassel but um, yeah, so you know, it, 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 it's just joyous, isn't it? It's a yeah. great youth. It is
1: because it? it is. It's another. It's an uplifting one. I feel on this mm-hmm. one, even though lyrically, I still think there's a there's a self doubt running through this. There's a being pushed too hard, very fast. Uh, in terms of here's my fame I'm suddenly everywhere and yet uh, there's do I deserve this and am I good enough I think there's that still running through it but to me it's still an uplifting feel but this, to the
0: whole this, thing this, this to me this, that's the ah fuck it side of it that's Maybe. The, Maybe. Okay, Maybe. I, this is the kind of the rest of it's like the ah oh, what do we do what do we do and this is like the ah fuck it you go with it don't you very possible yeah yeah it could well be that that side of things yeah I
2: was I was struggling to find a meaning
1: beyond the very literal um, all of yeah. this yeah I, I just think it's to do with I say he's young, he was 26 or whatever when he wrote this So he's not an 18 year old, he's not straight out of school But this is the first time he's hit a real patch of mega fame And he's getting flown to different countries to play And he's getting talked to from all sides, from media everywhere And I think it's just, uh, overall He does, it's like everything at once all of a sudden you're not used to this thrown into the spotlight go for it. That's what I'm it, it
2: it did feel like of those bands they were the ones that seemed at the time quite at ease with that and seemed oh, yeah. easier to market than some of the other ones okay. well, the, the,
0: well the sense that I get from it, the, the, the whole movement uh, it's what I find quite interesting about because obviously it was quite a anti-establishment movement in, well, in, in a way of like, quite a you know a lot of the visuals and the fact that it was you know quite abrasive quite but it actually didn't embrace this entire kind of pop sensibility as well you know it's like you know you've got other things going on you look for example you've got like, industrial is happening like yeah, parallel yeah. to this yeah. you know you've got ministry and kmfmd and we'll you know maybe talk about some more of that stuff later but you were never going to get a pop hit out of those battles no. right no I mean, of course not. not until the world changed so you could have psalm 69 which is not a pop hit but but this it seems to me like a strange kind of like juxtaposition of like kind of being a little bit like kind of down with the man but at the same time being quite happy to have pop success yeah and they do, were, do you know what i'm saying with this? And they, i mean
2: they were they were they were credible amongst that community i mean there was an interesting quote at the time from mark um, from mud honey when he was being asked about Nirvana um, and about how they broke it, and his answer was actually no, Jesus Jones did that first. Right. Jesus Jones, oh, right? Yeah. Jesus Jones paved the way of right here, right now. Yeah. Um, and then that you know that was the
1: first breakthrough. Really, for a, a, a massive hit from from, a, from, an, an from, from from yeah from
2: their peers, oh, I say, I, I, I guess. Um, that, I mean, that was around about yeah that that interview was around at the time. Oh, no, that's, no, that's, that's very interesting. interesting.
0: You know You you looked at them And you know know, This was This was a group of Kind of counter Cultural Like skate rats Really Oh god Yeah you look at the videos And and they are
1: Just those Lights that you'd see Hanging around uh, Drinking cider in a park And
2: I think these stones are um, They are they're, They're a bit I think they're a bit More clean cut a lot of those bands yeah. well I think I think Mike Edwards is they're very fashionable if you look at those videos I mean if you look at the, you know, some of the other bands there's a lot of leather greasy hair and stuff whereas right. these guys you know Stussy and you can go and they are Vision they, Streetwear yeah I mean right. they, are, they, they are they are skates um, but they are yeah they're definitely from a culture yeah I oh, see okay
1: but I mean the, the, i must mean, admit, because I watched the videos for this again recently and I mean, a by Christ, they look you know young, and they don't really know what they're doing. They're just jumping around like absolute madmen. Yeah, it's it's joyous to watch because they're so just. I guess we do this I'm thing. Yeah, yeah that's fine. fine. Yeah. But it does make me think of just it, they look like teenagers to me because they don't know what else to do. You know, they're not trying to be cool. Yeah, they are just being. Yeah, like I, mean, I mean, I'm
2: the keyboardist. That oh, barely touches his keyboard, does it? mean, no. I mean, I remember them on
0: doing Real 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 on top of the pops at the time, and he's just grabbing it and shucking it, holding <laughs> it
2: in the air
0: and, you know... Um, yeah. yeah didn't, didn't EMF play like with boxing gloves on when they played? Um, um, oh, uh, they unbelievable! They did, did, yeah! yeah right. I, so, I yeah. think the
2: bassist did, certainly, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I went to see Jesus Jones a couple of years ago now, uh, with our mutual friend Adam. Yeah, uh, down in Brighton with clap- supporting. Yeah, and the keyboardist I can happily report is just as insane yeah. as he ever was
0: were they good live? they were brilliant were they really? They were can terrific. you sing live? because I, I, yeah. I listened to some of the live album oh right I did there was one there's, a, there's a, re- a, a more recent live album that's on, the, on Spotify yeah. and I listened to some of that and I went oh,
2: oh well no, nothing that you don't it's the sort of voice where you don't notice it at a time live it works perfectly well but it doesn't necessarily translate doesn't right. translate to yeah, it, yeah I didn't
1: notice yeah. it in that setting at all, it, but I was just happy to hear real, real, real again at fucking volume.
0: It was brilliant. Yeah. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Okay, cool. So, so, so yeah, this single is a terrific single. Yeah, I mean, it's great. This is. I mean, and as well, this is. You know, I mean, I, th- I think this is a a song that, that stands up outside of nostalgia as well, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think you, I think you could play this to, to 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 the youth, someone who'd never even heard of Jesus Jones. Know, they might get something out of it. Yeah, I think so. What do you I'm,
2: reckon? Uh, I'm pleased to think I'm, I'm pleased to hear You feel that way I didn't I, I don't know I don't no. know I mean to me It sounds uh, It sounds a little bit More of its time uh, Not as much as you know, you know One of the singles We'll come across soon But mm-hmm. I um, Yeah I mean, I'm I'm glad that I'll, I'll go with it Maybe I'm, t- I'm too close to it to, I, to I, I think uh,
1: There are people Again Because I I work in A pub And there's a lot of 20 year olds work there And there's Some of them are that, you know, have never heard of the Beatles, right? But there are some of them who are really into Pearl Jam and Nirvana. I reckon I could play this to them. Having never, they'd probably not ever heard of Jesus Jones, and they'd be into it. I reckon so.
2: Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Cause, I mean, to me, I, I guess I, I hear so much of the dance aesthetic yeah. at the time because these guys aren't afraid of like technology and dance music, mm. and it's all the way through.
1: So I don't know if that part of it would make it sound of well, its time. But oh, yeah. Maybe so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I did think one of the lyrics was total bullshit in this though. It's okay. uh towards the end where he goes, Icicles dropping wishes while sun is making wishes while I gaze up there somewhere like a zombie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that's it. That's some fucking nonsense. Yeah, right? that's that's some fridge magnet lyrics, that it, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. The rest of the lyrics are make make entire sense. But then he just drops that in towards the end.
0: I may just need to think the scan. I think it might well be. Either that or we'd uh, done some acid <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
1: um, And the other thing I noticed about the video for this Is that It's dirt cheap It's fisheye lens And loads of people you know, Coming up to the camera guy. It. It's that classic Indie psychedelic thing Lots of swirling images And then they put loads of bits of maps and globes in it So it's, yeah. it's yeah. international It's very on the nose yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Someone got paid very little money to think of that But no, it's
0: good fun It's good fun I like this
1: Track number four, Burning. Is I'm
0: burning. Is it called I'm burning? I'm, I'm burning. I've tried and burning. God, I'm lazy. We <laughs> look John Carpenter territory.
2: Mm, A little bit. International bright young the
0: thing. Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> you? And now this vocal for me. Uh-huh. This is a bit Spinal Tap's bonehead, is isn't it? There's a lot of it, it. backwards swooshing into <laughs> yeah. it and
3: stuff.
0: Have you, as uh, I told have you, have watched Efforts for Family, have you? No. Because uh, his son in nephew's for Family is in a band, but which is basically a fucking hobby metal band. And like it, the vocal in this is very similar to kind of the storytelling oh, yeah. like Dungeons and Dragons lyrics he does. I just couldn't stop yeah, thinking about this. Yeah, so the,
2: the vocal is weird because it's... I don't know what it was like in this year. It was like saying, Mike. Do you know what your you know what your your raspy
0: voice needs? It needs loads of echo before and after you know, to make it even more raspy and like, slow. And if rude. you could just if you could just speak like the villain from a children's film. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I the, the vocals are the bit that annoyed me with this. I, overall, I think it's not much of anything. I kind of enjoyed the short the shark long chorus. The end, it's a real as
2: well, in the, the air. air snowing,
1: Songs,
0: well, I suppose, yeah, for them, but this is all build up for me, not just,
3: yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of got the a a
0: fairly like rote, indie, schmindy kind of guitar lick, hasn't it? It's like it's got one of the most kind of. So you can recognise that, and it's like, okay, that's straight out of that kind of Stone Roses kind of Yeah, but
1: I liked the the guitar when it came in. That was the bit that was like, okay, finally, there's something else I can focus on.
0: Okay, so lyrically, we're dealing with teenage insecurity and identity Mm -hmm. again, and obviously, we're dealing with that, you know. It's quite important, I think, to kind of remember that we're dealing with the 90s, which is pretty much the home of toxic masculinity. Do you know what I mean? There was... You know, it was a lot. It was a lot harder time to be a sensitive young man. I would say in the in the nineties. Yeah, and Mike would certainly comes across like a sensitive young man. Mm. Exactly. I, exactly. I, mean, I
2: mean, I was getting more of a vibe of someone who's suffering in silence in a relationship. Okay. From, from ah, this, yeah. and and okay. then it's, and, then it, and the, it's eating him up inside. But uh, yeah, okay. that's what I um, I got from it. It's a it's a change of pace, uh, which you know maybe the album needs. Mm. Um, I mean, certainly compared to Liquidizer, which is apart from one exception that's still pretty noisy it's
0: it's just solid yeah yeah
1: yeah, true
2: see
0: I'm almost certain right that if I'd have had this record at the time as an angsty teenager this would have probably I would have told you this was my favourite track oh really okay this would have been the one that spoke to like kind of super angsty teenage Dave right fair enough little more difficult to take it seriously when you've got a mortgage (laughs) It is. I mean, it just is. It's just one of those things. It's like I I look at this through the time and I go, I reckon this song might have meant the world to me as a teenager. I might have gone like, oh, this guy understands it. He gets it. And that kind of stepping stone. But you know, the fact of the matter is, I'm you know nearly twenty years older than he was when he wrote this song. Yeah. You know, been through life experiences. So you can't. It's it's, it's, it's it's entirely different. That kind of lyrical content will never relate to you in the same way. Would you like it more if it was called I'm Earning? Yeah, I'm investing wisely. <laughs> yeah, I've um, I've, I've learned my lessons, and I'm just really all I want to do is decorate. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm creosoting. <laughs> right. Anyway, this is again, this is one of those things where I go to. Ah, oh, this is a bit of a missed opportunity. Because I'd have loved this when right. I was younger, and I can appreciate it for what it is, but it's never mm. going to speak to me in the way that it possibly Everyone would at the time. Would. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the ones That I didn't remember
1: at all From Not having heard the album In whatever amount of years it is Listening to it again I didn't remember this one bit so yeah, I, um,
2: I it, was the, it was one of the ones I didn't like at the time Was it right Okay, and my feelings haven't changed right. A great deal Except For understanding It's position Bang in the middle of the record Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And I do have a note I agree It probably worked better live um, So maybe it was Written and included For that
0: reason I don't know. So what we've established here is who is who would have been the biggest emo crybaby of
2: us <laughs> if we had been a teenage there's, there's, gang. There's definitely a theme coming into this, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got it. I got it. Christian and I have been in a mosh pit. Yeah. Yeah. You've you, you decided not to come out for the night because your girlfriend's just chucked you. <laughs> can and can right. you sell
0: my ticket, please? <laughs> we're going to settle this in the garden with the fight afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> right okay right. so let's take a break shall we yeah
1: And indeed so we've done four tracks of eleven let's uh, take a break and then have a look at what is going on in the albums chart this week okay so like I said we are the first kind of week into February of 1991 okay so we're going to do the albums albums the top ten albums we've seen some of these before as always but we'll go through just uh, in case there's anything we need to say number ten is Belinda Carlisle's Runaway Horses yeah, whatever I'm assuming was, was that her Heaven Is A Place On, on Earth? Earth time or was no that, that was '88. No, that oh, was it okay yeah. oh, was, was, this, that, was this Throw Down Your Arms or whatever it was I don't, Out of time. I don't even remember that <clears throat> uh, number nine Robert Palmer Don't Explain who knows what Robert Rahman was doing in like, 1991 do no, no, well not
0: explaining yeah true was it, was it his time when he's doing the one with UV40? oh no. god let's not, I, let's not talk about who that who knows uh, let's, let's not speak ill of the dead <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: number 8 Whitley I'm your baby tonight which we have seen before yeah. uh, 7 is Elton John's best of which we did in excruciating detail yep number 6 Chris Isaac's
0: wicked game
1: um, you know, there, I remember having that uh,
0: album in The house, my Mum and Dad okay and well did. what was the I mean I've, I mean I've, that, that'd that be an ideal album for this um, mm. we're not doing it we don't yeah. have to but does anyone remember that album was it an no, album no I mean
2: I remember, I remember Blue, Ho- Blue Hotel yeah. and Wicked Game which yeah, I think hold up pretty well actually oh, I, right. I've got a bit of a soft spot for those two so I, I, it? Really it like I really like Wicked Game I really like it
0: we were kind of talking about the video and uh, you uh, know and Jesus Christ awakening experiences mm. but yeah yeah uh, I mean oh, I Game is a great song I mean yeah. I like don't care for the him cover of it particularly. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, oh. There were some travesties going on back then. Um, then. Let's not let's not get into slagging off
1: him, otherwise people will message that's us. That's true. We'll get some death threats from Finns Will they finish? Um, they are finished now. Oh, yeah. Number five, Dollars Immaculate Collection, which we did as well. Which establishes
0: not. the greatest record ever recorded.
1: <laughs> number four is Sting's Soul Cages, which was last week's one. Mm-hmm. Number three, Alexander O'Neill, mm-hmm. All True Man. All
0: True Man. He's moved off from lies. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> Literally
0: the worst superhero power of all time. <laughs> as Jim Carrey would go on to demonstrate yes. in
1: the film Liar Liar. And number two is Enigma's MCMXCAD,
0: which uh, how, we established how we felt about last week. How do you feel about it, Simon?
2: Uh, it's kind of an album for boring people, was not it? Sal, yeah. Dimo.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a... well, it was, it, And that whole fucking pure moods CD, though. <laughs> pure
2: through. moods. And I also can't, I can't disassociate it now from uh, Tropic Thunder and the film, <laughs> the film the guys in where he's the. Uh, oh the, yeah. the, the love in the uh, in the monastery. Between, yeah, between Roy Danny Jr. <laughs> and, uh, and MTV Kiss of the Year winner Toby Maguire.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: uh, it lives on in in, in <laughs> Oh, dreadful <laughs> shit. So, yeah, there's your top 10. All right, I okay. can. I mean, I'll, this is obviously still a post Christmas slump because there's nothing interesting going on. Mean.
2: And also, clearly, our generation don't make up the large part of the record buying public. Yet. Not yet. Um, no. No, definitely. So no.
0: what is what's what's happening? What's happening but, in the rest of the world? Well, the
1: only other album I found that was because again we were talking about one week here. Yeah, there's not a lot I can really focus on. But it was released the previous year, but a new entry at 72 in the album charts this week is "Nestor at Dustbin's Bite," which oh, I'm quite sure Sai has a memory of. Oh uh, well, the thing is, as a kind of. That's an important
2: Grebo at the time, yes, um, King Rebo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a compilation of their of their early singles, yeah, um, on Twenty One Records or it's, it's their, their their first record. Year, yes, I think. Um, so I kind of had the stuff on it. I think it might have one extra track on it. Well, and it's a couple of remixes, weren't there? Uh, maybe actually, yeah. Is Kill Your Remixes on that, yeah. But that's on the that's, that's a B side. Kill Your Television. Oh, was it on a B so, as well? i right? right. um, yeah. Which is great because I loved all the B sides.
1: It, as right. well, so yeah, no, it's, it's, Oh, it was it was cash in from yeah. like you say the previous label because Godfather was released on different different labels. Was
2: it? Uh, yeah, so Godfather was was thirty, which was their label, which was a kind of right pretend indie of
0: of Sony, of Sony, I think. Right? Would you would you have said things at the time like, well, yeah, that release is just for civilians.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I yeah, I
1: didn't buy it. I didn't have any of the singles from that time. I, I heard, heard them in indie clubs and probably on the evening session on Radio or whatever. Didn't own any of them, so Bite was a, a godsend for me. Yeah, no, yeah, fair enough.
2: Because Kill Television blew my mind when
1: it came out. So. Absolutely, and the version on that is so much better than the Godfather version. Yeah, you know that original.
2: Yeah, it's got, it's, on got on it. it's got the single bass pluck rather than the double bass pluck.
0: Yes, yeah. indeed. Hang <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, oh, I just is. Where are they from?
1: Lesnarby
2: Gaspin. Stourbridge.
0: Okay. So, Obviously. Because so, I just heard you saying it, right? And I was just thinking, hang on, is Godfather, like, is is it the Godfather said with a Northern Irish <laughs> accent? <laughs> is that the origins of that? Yeah. Godfather. <laughs> Godfather Part 2. I like that.
1: I yeah. do like that. But uh, if I'm honest That is all I have For albums this week It's not a That is a show. fallow Ooh, Fallow yeah. week like, Again we're, we're just seeing the, the slow Climb back down the charts Of a lot of ones That were big over Christmas Yeah
2: but you'd you think you think that type of year Would be Would be when our favourite albums Got released Yes Because yeah, yeah, yeah. no other fucker
0: Would buy them
1: When we get to the singles There's some shit in there But uh, Thank God for that Album yeah, wise, Nah Not really
0: Alright oh, back into yeah. the The juetos Juans. <laughs>
1: Well here we go Track 5 on here And this As opposed to When I said it before Is the big one This is right here Right now
0: Kind of got a slightly Orby sample Up front Mm. That's a Hendrix sample Is that that Hendrix? Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah And I remember this So well As soon as this kicks in I'm transported back to
0: here it is, so this is—I mean, like literally. This is about this is about kind of history changing in front of your eyes, isn't it? Yeah, like, Paris,
2: Troika and Berlin. It's yeah, It's about like history changing in front of your eyes, and also sort of denigrating people who can't see that and are harking back to the 60s and, you know, yeah. you know, talking about revolutions when, you know, you're is happening right now and, right, if, you know, if anything, this is kind of lyrically a reflection of Jesus Jones's kind of way they see the world, I think because it is just about, isn't this fucking great
1: where we are right now? You know? yeah. Can you believe we're lucky enough to be part of this? Or?
2: And at this point in time, they were fucking right. Yeah, looking like, yeah. back now, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the interesting thing, isn't it? You know that this is the message in this song. It does remind me, and I, maybe it was just because I was, you know, fifteen, or maybe it was more than that. But in that point in the early nights, it really did feel like anything was possible. Mm-hmm. It did feel yeah. like okay, you know, part of that is obviously having your whole life stretch out in front of yeah. you, not having yeah, to yeah. deal with any of the responsibilities yeah. of adulthood. But also, you know, yeah, things were changing in really positive ways. You had kind of rave culture coming through. You had kind of just all of these different kinds of you. If, when you, I look back at that period of the early nineties, all of the different types of genres that broke around that time and just were like kind of revolutionary. And you just don't, you're not seeing that. No, no, it was, it, it was an exciting time. There was a new sub genre
2: seemingly, you know, once a month. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. And In fact, when I talk to my son about that era, he's kind of envious of that era in the same way that certain people of our generation were envious about the 60s. Right, I see. Yeah,
0: yeah, and the the 70s as well, you know, like within, you know, kind of the rock world, the 70s was always, you know, Mm. considered quite a halcyon period. But yeah, there was so much great stuff going on, and like you say, yeah, I mean, this song is... I mean, it's
1: lovely, isn't it? A, it's it's a brilliant tune. You know, they've written a massive hit with this. It's it's got everything it's got. uh, The vocal works for it. It's got a huge build-up to the chorus. The chorus is instantly memorable the big old hook Yeah, and lyrically it is a. Yeah, I think it's a joy I think also just production wise it doesn't put
2: a foot wrong it's got exactly mm. it's got everything where it needs to be they don't throw in too much stuff um,
1: if anything I think I actually like it more now than I did at the time I would agree with that I suspect I I thought it was a little bit was lame it, was it one for the girls yeah it was okay. one of those yeah and it was because it was a crossover or whatever and they had a hit with it I, I wanted to hear more about the Info Freeco side of yeah. Jesus Jones Yeah, and in fact I brought along uh, I, bought, I bought this 12 inch of Right Here Right Now at the time Nice. purely because it has the Info Psycho remix of Info Freakle on the B nice. side I remember being in the shop going I'd heard Info Psycho on John Peel in fact the only time I listened to John Peel by then I wasn't cool enough for that but uh, I heard that and then found that that was the B side and that's why I bought this 12 inch it wasn't for Right Here Right Now I will take your civilian re-release
2: of Right Here, Right there, <laughs> that <laughs> Yes, that came out in July ninety one and I'll raise it with the original 1990 7-inch and, uh. and the and 10-inch the which came with this limited edition booklet. Oh, is this where the booklet's from? Yes.
1: yes. I showed me this booklet yeah. earlier on which is well-pumped. One, one of the fucking cheesiest things I've read. This is it's absolute smash hits little yeah, full yeah. grabs on all of the members. It's shock show graphic. That's
0: where this is from. I look in <laughs> magazine. Wow. Oh, I see, okay,
1: so this is it. And
0: give me the seven. What's on the uh, so like? I, I presume that was a live program. I've got like Guns and Roses live programs that look a bit like that. Right. Brilliant. Let me just
1: read some of this though. Or the no, side, actually. You brought it, you read it. Well, some, some of the. I was re- reading this earlier on. This one, where it's going through, there's a little section on each of the members and some info about them. I'd love to to hear this please Okay so what As in the one from Jerry This
2: one here So this is from Jerry The uh, guitarist The best way to neatly summarise Jerry's character Is to refer you to the Neat 9 in t-shirts The De Borg is running this summer Bearing the slogan English Beer Boys Tour of Nepal 1990 His hobbies include Ducking and diving Bobbing and weaving And chasing the backs of lorries Gel is sorted
0: Wow Oh
1: (laughs) wow
2: (laughs) Fucking hell! It's, it's glorious. Um, it also, and, and Barry here. Barry was the last member. Barry, listen, listen. <laughs> take a step back. Barry. Did you think about Barry? It, that's Is not it, even his name. No, it, his name's Ian Baker, but <laughs> he called himself Barry D. Um, and he's got. Stop getting hip hop wrong, Barry. <laughs> as you may have gathered from his written ravings Barry is a rather impressionable young man who is currently under the impression that he starred in Bill and Ted's excellent adventure Barry is like totally awesome dude the type of person who as a kid would try and climb up the sides of buildings just like Spider-Man he's verily a full on gnarly shredder verily Yeah, but he was he was manager of Slam City Skates in Portobello Road oh, really? So, really? so for the record, yeah. that's
0: cooler than we've ever been Oh yeah, for fun. sure okay. mate, for sure I, I, used to, mm. I used to shop in uh, Slam City Skates in Portobello Road And get looked at with disdain often Perhaps <laughs> by, by Barry D Yeah, probably, Fucking yeah I'm, I'm, just,
1: I'm amazed that A. Food Records let that come out Because that is not surely the image you want for Jesus Jones And B. I'm amazed that Jesus Jones let that come out Because that, that just makes you sound like a cunt
2: Christa straight to the heart of it there. <laughs> this, this is why I say that they, they, they were the first band I think that, that could get marketed
1: in that way Maybe, maybe so um, But yeah, yeah It just surprised me Because you're coming yeah. off the back of Liquidiser And you're you are sort of hardcore of fans And you release this sort of little Very well produced glossy It's not a fanzine because it's too well produced for that it's Whatever it is It is for 12 year old girls To go Oh Mike Edwards Isn't he so nice That's what you get For being
2: the only Grebo band Who aren't ugly as fuck well, Okay No uh, Essentially true. You could not do
1: that yeah. With
3: Ned's
2: Or Wonderstuff Or Poppies Yeah and apologies To Well I mean the Poppies Obviously know How ugly they were <laughs> yeah. it was, it was That was their USP for <laughs> yes, a couple yeah. of years
1: but. <laughs> but okay So back to the song itself This is brilliant And this Made the band you know, for this, this therefore defined them for the rest of their career. No, this, is what, this is
0: this is what this is what made them an enormous. I mean, well, I would imagine that they've they've all got. Well, I'd imagine Mike Edwards has got a house that this song paid for. Well, mm. weird. I mean, you know, th-
2: this isn't the song that got number one in the week we're talking about it because this just fell off the radar on first release. It's oh, mm-hmm. true. Yes, it's you know it became a hit in like you know, about sort of you know, five six months after the album came out in the states. Yes. Um. So yeah, I mean we. It's their legacy kind of now, but at the time, well, their success wasn't built on this. No, side. true.
1: At the time, especially in the UK, it wasn't mm-hmm. at all. But it just picked up such a huge second wave yeah. in America that they couldn't come back from that. That's now what you do. Yeah, Or well, it absolutely wasn't what they did for the success of albums. But when you think of Jesus Jones, I think people think of this sort of thing and, is, and yeah you know, to be this fair this sort of
2: thing I love it when you say that <laughs> and I, I, I think if you could be remembered no matter who you are for mm. writing one great song oh
0: that's not bad I and I honestly think this is a great song mm-hmm. mm. no it's a great song it's absolutely great. yeah you kind of you know you kind of got these kind of keyboard horns running through it you've mm. got a uh, I mean, I presume they were keyboard ones. I, don't, I doubt they've bought an actual they, they sound synthy, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got um, and yeah, he, he actually kind of drops in this little high register. I mean, he doesn't do it for long. You get the impression he can't do it that. Where the
2: fuck f- does that come from, yeah. that falsetto, when yeah.
0: he says Sign of the Times? Yeah. It's just like, oh, okay. He, he does it one more time in this record somewhere as well. well it? And it, right. man, it's just like, oh, okay, you've got that in you, but you either you can't sustain it or you. Or Yeah, but they're also a studio band. Yeah. So
2: who knows what's happened yeah, there. Yeah, sure. But yeah, because he sings Sun of the Times. Interestingly, the, the song originally, in the original version, it had the bass line and drum from Sun of the Times. Oh, well,
0: print songs, yeah. the Prince songs. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah,
2: because
1: cool. they, they said this was kind of their... Well, well that song, his Sun of the Times, was almost uh, a launchpad for them to write this, wasn't it? Oh, is it? Because it was obviously Prince talking about all the bad stuff and negative stuff that was going on, mm. and they wanted to do a version where it was joyful and optimistic.
3: So that's why they used the, the, the so this is, sample. This is basically uh, David Cameron's big society. <laughs> Hug a hoodie. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to do with the sample that they did originally have in it, they were warned when they went to produce this song by the producer. He'd just been stung for a different song. Yeah. I, he got royally fucked for using a sample he didn't He,
0: a, he got royalty fucked.
1: Hey, eh? Nice. And so they took it straight out. They took that Prince one straight. Yeah, I mean, out.
3: It,
0: it, it, even <laughs> Cause after you, I'm sorry, you would have been royally fucked by Prince. Oh god! <laughs> oh, it never ends. Oh <laughs> fuck off, doubloons. <laughs> but
2: the yeah, because um, yeah, I mean, even even as you're seeing now, Prince is still stinging people millions years after his death because someone's just got done for not releasing a Prince song that they recorded or something or used a Prince right, song weird
0: well, was, well he's just a, his producer released an EP in theory without uh, without authorisation didn't he that's happened this week and the yeah. state have sued them so, uh, yeah. Oh, well, and anyway. so yeah it got taken out but it was
1: obviously the, the right thing to do um, it only this one like you said it didn't do much in the UK it peaked at 31 it wasn't a hit over there at all but then it got to number 2 in the States kept off number 1 by Brian Adams everything I do I do for you
2: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. that was that time.
2: As if we didn't need enough reasons to not like that. So.
0: Oh, <laughs> that album didn't get number one, did it? It's just a single. We, haven't got, was... this... we haven't got this album. We haven't mm-hmm. got. I like, can't listen to that whole album. I can't I imagine it didn't get It's not one in 1991.
1: Or... Well, it might even didn't no, then. No, Look no, into my eyes. We're lucky. Um, but the, the single uh, for for this one, for right here, right now, sold over a million copies in the states and was the the most played song on college radio in 1991. Wow. So fucking massive yeah. and then it was used in Bill Clinton's uh, presidential campaign in 1992 Ooh. it just took off and that's, that's why I say their career the trajectory was insane after that over there it's so big in fact this is a weak fact I found out it's so big that there is an album you know the band Steeler's Wheel they did Stuck in the Middle with You yeah. yeah,
3: yeah.
1: for some unknown reason they released an album in 2016 of cover versions only 8 tracks on there and it's stuff like um, Tracks of My Tears uh, Dust in the Wind Get Ready Four Tops yeah. all this sort of stuff classic classic stuff and they do a version of this right here right now wow and it's, they don't do anything particularly interesting with it it's a straight down the line cover version but it's so much in the, the pantheon that it's now up there with the classics apparently
2: and how does it translate to a kind of more of a band kind of sort of sound because it's such again it's, it's the production stuff on, on the Jesus Jones version yeah. it's so clean
1: well, it sounds like this. Oh, it's shit, man. <laughs> hey, to be honest, I don't think it sounds far away yeah. from the original. They haven't done anything do with it. No, if you, if you said this is Jesus Jones playing acoustically, for a second, I probably wouldn't Yeah, I just find it very strange that if you're going to choose to release an album of cover versions, and you've obviously got. The entire world of music To choose from You've got oh, well, we'll definitely do that Jesus Jones track on.
3: Fine yeah. Do it
2: And it's a bit of money For you know Jesus well, Jones I suspect it's a
3: tiny bit of money no. <laughs> 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 One of the smallest bits of money They ever saw yeah. There's to the point where They're like No no mate You keep that
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like Mike Edwards Is working in Burger King And he still Doesn't need it <laughs> yeah. He's
2: not I think Is he? Uh, no, no No i no, got no, 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 uh, no. uh, 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 I know he does a bit of
1: writing for Bicycle Magazines I interviewed him once upon a time oh, okay
2: yeah, okay. So.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. okay well yeah no big success on that one I'm more than happy to hear that again I haven't heard that in a while if I'm honest because I haven't sorted out I really enjoyed to that.
0: yeah really like that one good
1: yeah. okay then next track is number six Nothing To Hold Me like an early 80s electro hip hop beat there yeah there's
2: quite a few hand claps on this album isn't there actually
3: hmm Bring in your round
2: applause.
0: Got these atmospheric chords coming through here.
3: Mm-hmm. A,
1: a slow build. It's like a thing to the equalizer. I love the thing to
3: the equalizer.
1: Yes, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Is it just, you say equaliser you've gone with that? I have a, this is like a downbeat scene in Beverly Hills Cop. You We're know, right. ser- searching at night through streets. <laughs> <escapes>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely got that kind of. Yeah, that kind of... yeah uh, it does. It sounds like a soundtrack thing to me. You're right.
0: Yeah, and then we've got the vocal. Yeah, we've
1: got the vocal. Yeah, don't, it, I don't think this vocal works. Actually, at this point, let me let me play a bit more. We we'll get into that. Well, we need the vocal. Yeah. So now we've got the vocal.
0: Yeah, and look, we've got this kind of proto British rap spoken word Yeah, it, it, it's from the West End
3: Girls side yeah, of that yeah, true, oh, yeah, well, I've yeah.
0: literally written here more pet shop boys than hip hop right yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah this hasn't dated well has it this
1: I don't think I don't, I don't think that vocal works at all no. no.
2: although we probably should just take a moment to be grateful that he hasn't done it in an American accent yes okay, okay yeah, that's true. and that is
0: definitely one in the plus column <laughs> but yeah I mean it's a, it's a bit six form poetry this whole bit isn't it as well yes yeah do you think that he thought I mean, again who is that on vocals do we that's, that's Mike Edwards I think is
1: that Mike Edwards oh well,
0: well okay no I, I've always I presumed heard. it was Mike Edwards well hang on Wait. I mean it sounds like the guy's quite sorted could it be <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I assumed this was one of the other band members because in, in then the chorus bit is obviously Mike Edwards where he comes in after that yeah, yeah. I just assumed it was oh, the keyboard player or some shit give him a go I don't know but you know it could be mm-hmm. but do you think that he thinks he's Actually, rapping, or do you think this is more like uh, a
2: Well, no, it's it's. I mean, it storyteller. It doesn't sound dissimilar from some of the rapping on like the slower Pop Leads itself
1: songs. Yeah, I I thought they sounded like a worse version of the yeah. ones I like that Pop Leads itself do. Yeah, totally.
2: Yeah. Um, lyrically, I I didn't have a clue what he was talking about. They're awful. I, t- I tried. These I, I, I didn't know, I Just didn't know what it's about. No, no, it's it's all over the place. There's not anything coherent about it. No, and I, I wonder if because around this time there was. Their B-sides were, were... Yeah, they've got some really good B-sides around this time mm-hmm. that are very much more classic Jesus Jones. And I think it's one okay. of those ones where they've almost sort of like chucked out a better song and brought in a not-so-good one to sort of make the album have a bit more of
0: a... What, you know, a, an, a, an a, up-and-die? Exactly, it's, it's not just one. Oh, OK,
1: well, that's entirely possible. Or... yeah.
0: yeah. The, 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 look, I mean, all I wanted to do when I was listening to this is I was like, "Look, mate, I can rewrite this for you, and I can make this scan properly. Oh, I yeah. can do it." Like, there's a bit at the end, particularly at the end of the first verse, where he just goes and just stop it, and it's like, "Oh, mate, that's so bad, <laughs> so <laughs> bad, yeah, yeah. it's so bad. Shut up or get out, whatever it is. Oh, it's all so yeah. bad. It's all just like, oh, mate, just stop this, mm. please." So yeah, and then you know, and then it kind of goes on. You've got a little bit of a kind of white boy blues noodle, and then it goes all a bit kind of jammy. And I just feel like this one just feels like it's a. It it thinks it's a lot cleverer than it actually is. This song, it's like yeah,
1: there's, they think it's deep, but it's not. It's.
0: Like, for for me, this is like being... If you've ever been in a like in a jam room with a band and you're playing and you all got stoned, right? You've mm-hmm. all got stoned and you kind of jam onto something and you lock into a groove and you're like, oh, yeah, we really got on something there. Yeah, we really, really yeah. hit it. Yeah, and the, the, you,
2: the guitar's being made up as it goes along. We've just right. sort of like, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And
0: you're like, fucking hell, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. And then you listen to it the next day when you're not stoned anymore. Like, oh, that was shit. Right. It's like, it's like they've just... They've, it's like they've just Mm, they've skipped day two <laughs> it's just, it just like got instantly released and they're like oh well yeah. fucker
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. but the record
2: company needs the demo tonight
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> got the FedEx the FedEx man's here <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a bit too po-faced I don't get po-faced out of these I get that they take their craft seriously but all mm. of it's, a lot of it's quite good fun and it just seems a bit po faced and a bit like self important. I don't, don't like that one at all. No, this is
1: a low point for me, this one. Like, I think, to be honest, I think they should have left this off. Even if it meant it was only a 10 track album, I think this uh, completely disrupts everything on the. Yeah. And yeah. 10 tracks is the right length for it.
3: Yeah,
2: 10 tracks is perfect.
1: Oh, I think 11 tracks is actually the perfect length for
2: that. Do you? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, well, we have a special on that. <laughs> now,
2: <'cause, you> know. <laughs> I've actually already been on, in a podcast special about this exact topic. <laughs> <office.
0: laughs>
3: okay. 11 was what I came to. That's wow. <laughs> enough.
1: Definitely right. Plug that at the end because I want to listen to that. I think move on from this from six. I've yeah. I got fuck all else to say about that. That isn't going to be repeating my bad days. No, um, agreed. Right, good. And also, it means that I get to play track number seven. Which is real, real, real. Real to real
0: to real <laughs> to real to real. To real. <laughs> Featuring the mad stuntman.
1: Oh, man, this this song makes me so happy. Yeah.
3: I
0: love that song, Paul. Everyone was using that at the time, weren't they? That. Ah. You
3: were
0: that. You know that. Okay. That's from the... That's from the... her about the... Ah, is that
1: what it is? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I didn't know that at all. Ooh.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. From yeah. the...
3: However, do you
1: want me... The the, the acapella that annoyed the shit out of me when I bought that album. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, No, this is
0: fucking astounding. This song. Yeah, I've just written "Love" in big capital letters. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, this is great, man. This fucking big outsider anthem. And this was the first
1: single from this album, wasn't it? Yes, correct. Uh, And and, so
2: here, and it was also the first seven-inch single that I ever bought. Made, really. In this limited edition thing here with some uh oh, nice. with some, art with some, cards with
0: some prints of the other singles and, and look they've Wait. got and what they've got on them is blue text stains where they've been on your teenage <laughs> wall yes, absolutely totally. yeah yeah amazing
1: yeah. oh that is great that's a nice packaging. I will give them. <laughs> that's a nice package. Eh? <laughs> I'll give them. That whenever I mean, I'm not a big fan of the the logo or the style, but they have run with it, and everything matches everything else.
2: No, but it's also the, the weird about the logo is you've kind of got you've got two different J's, and that that's still upsets me to this day. Oh yeah, they've not even got one font. That's bizarre. Mm. But probably not interesting enough for a uh, a radio podcast.
1: You say that? Have you heard some of the shit we do? <laughs> My intro to this song, right? Oh, he's bought the tape! Got oh. a tape. You, know, you know, when you're 14, 15 and your mates are making tapes and you're swapping tapes, Yeah. yeah. so I've got a tape that was made for me by uh, a friend of mine back in 1990. You were in Panto. I was in a circus at this point, okay? <laughs> and there was uh, a guy who was... He was an older bloke and he had really good taste in music it introduced yeah. me a lot of shit. And this is a blinder of a tape. Uh, Public Enemy, Fight the Power... Jesus Jones, real, real, real. Blade, Lyrical Maniac, Della Soul, Cold Cut. This, like is, a this is a cool tape. Mate, that is yeah, a bagger. I go into so many different things because of this tape. Absolutely, mate. Do you know what, man? Like At this point, this is the first time I heard Jungle remember. Brothers. What you waiting for? This is wonderful, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's if, a it, snapshot. If, if only man. I'd
0: had an older man to suck off, I'd have had a better <laughs> taste of music. <laughs> you're, you're an honest awesome, friend. JVC Force? Yeah. The no, the Shabazz. First
1: time I ever heard any of that sort of thing, because that was more obscure than the Delasol that I knew. Oh, for sure, man. But yeah, this is the first time I heard Real, 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 and I was in love with it from the word go.
2: And I think Jesus Jones would be pretty happy to find themselves in that list. I think so. Mm. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah,
1: Ruthless Rap Assassins. Jesus mm. Christ. Is that the one with Kermit in from uh, Black Grape? Yes, it was. Yeah. But we won't hold that against him.
3: <laughs>
0: He's probably, you know, in hock to, to Sean Ryder for buying drugs. <laughs> there is some Morrissey on there, and it's misspelt Morrissey. Oh, it's probably me.
2: These were more innocent times, Dave. No. That, that, that's my writing on there, because I, I copied a off him. Piece
0: of shit. <laughs> 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 I love that you still got that man. I still
2: love yeah. it, and I still remember that very fondly. I remember seeing this on Top of the Pops and thinking the bassist had fucking cool
1: hair. Oh no, was it Dreadful hair.
2: No, I still argue it's pretty fucking cool. Okay, right. It was like it was like undercut up here, yeah, yeah. and then bleached like that, and he just moshed insanely throughout the whole thing.
1: Yeah, and he just looked fucking cool. You never had yeah. a proper hairstyle like that, did you?
2: I uh, used to have undercut to about
0: there. Yeah, did you? Yeah, then, yeah, Then sort of, as long as I was allowed to grow it. At school, Over school, yeah. of course. Yeah. I, had, I had I had long undercut hair. Did you? Yeah, well, I didn't have long, long. Undercut. I had shoulder length hair, and I had that undercut, and then I bleached all of it.
1: Amazing. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, uh, so this was out in June 1990 It only peaked at number 19 In the UK charts But it got to number 4 In the States I'm assuming there's as a re-release After right here right now No I
2: think that was I, I, Oh I, I presume that was at the time I don't know I was surprised to see that as well Actually That it, it um, yeah, That was a
1: big deal For mm. that Maybe it was Maybe that was Kind of the introduction To the States And then right here I right now Kicked them up to number 1 Yeah I don't know But this is probably My favourite Jesus Jones song I'd really? say Yes yeah, it's, it's, it's it's a massive great pop tune isn't it's it? It's beautifully done.
2: Um of all the songs on here it is the one that is the most of its time mm-hmm. in terms of that sound. Right. Um, but
0: yeah no idea. I... It's got the amen break in the middle of it somewhere isn't it? it's,
1: it's got everything. Yeah. It's and got... this again whenever I saw them live recently this was the one that stood out. It's got such a big chorus. Such a cute that, that little descending bit.
0: Yeah. It's it's so well yeah. done. love it. Does he, does he still have the same like vocal affectations in it I was a bit drunk right. that, that does surprise me
1: <laughs> now I love
0: this man like that whole, whole thing that outside around them feeling like mm-hmm. kind of other yeah f- finding your tribe kind of yeah those big breakbeats that run through it those lovely drum machine fills uh, and then just that per- like you were talking about the ending before this song just ends perfectly as well <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. so good man so I love this song. Funnily enough, this was one of the songs when, you know, when iTunes first became a thing, and you were yeah. like, "Oh, hang on a minute, you, oh, I can get these songs and I can just have them." Mm-hmm. This was like the this was one of the first songs I was like, "Oh, okay." I'll buy one of the first songs I have digitally bought as a single. Really? Yeah, I was like, really? I, "I really want this song. I don't have it."
2: Brilliant! What <laughs> about you? I'm surprised how much Dave likes Jesus Jones. I'm stunned.
1: I was expecting a slating <laughs> from the start. I
2: thought I'd be making the case for Grebo Well, are you No, I
0: like that one. I like that one. Ah, oh,
1: that's amazing. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, yeah. I, mean,
2: I, I, mean, I, I say Gribo, but this is pop, isn't it? Well, this really? is this is yeah. definite pop. I,
0: I, I, you know, I. No one is more surprised at how much I like this than I am. Again, this is this makes the case for listening to these albums a few times. But, right. Uh, I got up to, I think I like listened number five today and I was like, oh, I'm really into yeah. a lot of this. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's always we talk about, but Cause, yeah. Because normally Tremendous.
2: I find that, I mean, as you mentioned on a previous episode, it's so hard to go back to stuff you might have missed. It just doesn't... Yeah. Yeah. You have know, you, you've, you've, you've lost the moment. Yeah, it doesn't resonate in the same way. And, yeah.
0: and, I, and I will say that, I mean, that is my overriding thing with this as well. I, I do like this, but it does... No matter how much I like it, it does feel like a missed opportunity to me. I do, I do go Mm. uh, like this is probably the missing link record. This this particular record, had I had this, and I wanted it at the time, but you know, you just you'd only have so many records, you know, and Mm. there was other stuff that I wanted more. And I reckon if I had had this, I this probably would have opened up because I know exactly what I'd have done. I'd have gone into that. Uh, thanks or the influences thing that you mentioned, mm. and I'd have been oh what's this? Because that's what I did with hip hop. That's yeah. how that's how I kind of grew with hip hop. I would yeah. get an album, go through the sleeve notes, okay, try and get whatever I could, and I'd have probably done the same. This 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 record is probably the reason that I have the relationship with indie music. That right, I do I, I, that's, is, that's
2: such a strange thing to think about. And yeah. have you listened to any of their other albums? Jesus Jones, mm. no. Nah. I will though. I will. Liquid, Liquidise is really, really good. It's not. There's not nothing like the varietal here. Yeah. Uh, but it's that. Trust me. Sound. Mm. Uh, but a bit cooler. And you can kind of almost hear Ollie's being pulled, <laughs> yeah. popped. Yeah. But yeah uh, I think you find it popping Ollie. So, so, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Idiot. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Cool. So right. So we we we're, we're three for three on that one, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. That's that's.
1: One of my favourite bits, absolutely brilliant. I mean, love I, it, love it, love it. I would say
0: that's my high point on the record yeah. as well. So where are we? We're so we've got up,
1: up to track eight, which is "Welcome Back, Victoria." <laughs> this is different again,
3: a different yeah. style. The. <laughs>
0: There's a problem with this song, but once I heard it, I couldn't get past. Okay. This is just Love Cats. Oh, I see this. Oh, not, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, I see that. But I really like this song. I don't remember this from the first time at all, and I ended up really liking
0: this. I don't mind this. Yeah. But it's Love Cats with a breathy vocal, and it. it's not as good as Love Cats. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's the problem I've got with it, as an honest.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I this is this is one in which they've sort of digressed from the normal sound, and I think it works. And you know, it's been written on, on acoustic guitar, and they've gone. Let's just not do too much to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and lyrically, it's a bit different from the other stuff. It's obviously about the return of sort of prudery and old-fashioned ideals, it's a Victorian value. Yeah, 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 exactly, Farragism. And, yeah, um, yeah. and that lyric at the end, uh, which I looked into that. Ly- there's a lyric at the end which is on Commercial Street. Be careful who you meet, but you're all right, Jack. And Commercial Street was. Spitalfields, so it's where all the noisy working class people went to get away from the city. All right. Um, so I guess the sort of Victorian ideals is like presume like the city and Commercial Street is, and it says, "But you're all right, Jack," and I presume that's a reference to Jack the Ripper. Uh, yeah, I was going to say um, that's yeah, yeah. of, All right, okay. Clear enough.
0: Ah, interesting. A bit of Victorian history there. <laughs> that moustache isn't just for a show. <laughs> <laughs> where I keep my top hats (laughs) Yeah, I I, I don't have much more to say about
1: that one Uh, I I like the the whole thing I like the fact that it is more stripped down there aren't any samples, there's no big drum breaks it's a totally different sound I think it's actually got a nice little tune to it Um, I think it's interesting what they're saying about this creeping back in of closed mindedness and people wanting to to shut you down for whatever you, you, you think you can do they're trying to close that down and this presumably was at the same sort of time as acts like N.W.A. and whoever, was it Slayer as well, got those stickers on the albums, the tipper gore oh, back, back, in the, back in the days when that felt like like a really important it cause It was a huge deal that the, this thing had come through
2: And that we were angry even about stickers on the albums, which in hindsight doesn't seem that unreasonable well, compromise it, No <laughs> <laughs> And
0: the uh, well, first thing is, like, do you watch the HBO documentary about Dre and Jimmy Iovine? What was it called? Oh, um, the the, the Fiant ones. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and they, I mean, they fucking love those stickers. They oh, were like this is a license to print money. It this was. is amazing. Yeah, I
2: love yeah, that you know, the whole time it felt like culture was under attack. You had Jello Biafra being taken to court by the PMRC yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. For, uh, for
0: for penis landscape
3: <laughs> again. <laughs> well, I,
0: mean, yeah. I, I mean you had uh, Like Judas Priest in court About satanic lyrics Of course backwards. yeah Oh my god Yeah There was a lot of that sort of thing
1: So I'm not saying this was a, An answer to that But this was all going on at the time That was yeah. part of the cultural soup.
2: Yeah and, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, also there was a um, yeah, There was a generation gap At that point Which yeah. there probably isn't To the same degree now yeah. In terms of culture
1: um, so, so you, yeah, there was a sense that you were defending culture from older people. Yes, indeed. Well, this is another one where I thought there was the we are the future. Um, so stop
0: trying to impose your views on us. Yeah. Well, that. and what's and what's quite interesting now is we almost have a, a, you know kind of a, a vaguely a similar problem from a completely different perspective at the moment. With uh, and I'm I'm not getting into the whole kind of free speech versus identity oh, right, yeah. politics conversation. Yeah. But there is definitely, you know, definitely a whole conversation about whether the, the uh, ability to police ourselves on the internet is just basically virtue signalling, and
2: well, I think that's why it's become it's been very difficult to have that debate in modern times because the vocabulary that we use is from this era when it was simply you're telling us what what we can't say, you're the baddies, we're the goodies, yeah. and there's a point at which our generation have become the other generation because we you know that sacrosanct idea of free speech now there's a genuine
0: case for saying actually it's not quite That's simple yeah, you can't say uh, that, and this
2: absolutely. is this yeah, this, is, this harks back to simpler
0: times absolutely and, and and there is a conversation it's all about the nuance which is about okay right well you know i still want to be able to speak freely and i want the the i want the the context that words are said in to be important whereas there are certain you know certain kind of forms where it's like okay well anything you say you're going to get jumped on and taken out of context mm. and i'm and i am not i'm not the kind of the libertarian free speech advocates that's not really where i come from in this conversation but i, I find the the inability to communicate at the moment with all of the communication tools available is quite interesting mm. i think that's uh, anyway that's that's probably too deep for our fucking podcast about pop music and farting <laughs> Just because you fart in it Doesn't mean the podcast is, is about, about <laughs> farting Podcast Simon I think you find is About whatever I want it to be <laughs> <laughs> Anyway right.
1: Yeah Okay so So Dave Not so keen Necessarily uh, Like
0: I say I, I don't I, I don't hate it right. But I You know uh, uh, blah. Yeah that, That's not my favourite one on there that's So I,
2: If they're going to Insist on having Like a change of pace mm-hmm and they can't make any more right here, right now, so
1: mm-hmm. then,
2: yeah, okay, fine, go for it.
1: Yeah, I, I do, I like this one. I think it's, this works very well. My only issue with I'd like it if there was a bit more of a payoff, because it does rise and rise, and there's kind of a an, an end bit where it builds, but it doesn't really, it doesn't properly crescendo for me. It, it goes up and up and up, and then just stops. But it, the bit that's there, I actually really enjoy. It's
0: a, it's a festival campfire acoustic guitar yeah. song
1: that's been you know, produced
2: and yeah.
0: let's point out that if anyone ever comes to a festival with us is around our campfire and brings an acoustic guitar God. That, that acoustic guitar is going to become part of the campfire yeah campfire. <laughs> that's never worked well for anyone that's come fast to yeah can't, can't yeah don't do like, oh, that
2: really yeah in fact I think I've been there when that's been attempted yeah. don't,
0: don't, don't start that shit don't come around with your hippie shit don't do it to me don't like, yeah. I mean my friend Craig put his fist through someone's bongo once it was the happiest moment of my life <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Craig, okay. a fucking psychopath. Right, <laughs> we love him. Right, uh, okay, okay
1: let's, let's, is it singles time? Yes, indeed, yeah, that's track 8 of 11 we've done, so let's take another break and go into the top 10 singles for this week. We're singling, baby. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> top 10 singles for this week, and there's some good stuff in here, there's some absolute fucking crap. Number 10, let's start off with a particularly shit one uh, let's see if you get this from the, the intro oh it's
0: going to uh, play that funky music by a bit of a right. yes it is basically after after
1: I listened to this just because it was part of this and I am going to have to play it oh, is this better than I
0: remember it's much 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 worse oh, of course it is it's terrible with this place yeah like they wouldn't have even played that in your pantomime. <laughs> but Ice Ice Baby is the only hip-hop song
1: to which my wife knows all the lyrics. Good grief. Yeah. Good grief, shout out to Becca, who is sitting, well, within hearing distance, but we won't... Hey,
0: Becca! Could you come in here and do all the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby for us? Absolutely not, chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's, do, let's do, do between us. All right, stop, collaborating. and listen. Ice i I got a brand new...
1: <laughs> you just go, you're
0: just
1: going you're shit now I was like yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy I did it it's
0: right?
1: number nine I'm not even going to play this Rick Astley's Cry for Help anyone remember that at all? I mean
0: <laughs> just,
3: just, just, <laughs> that, oh.
0: that writes itself <laughs>
2: Oh, oh, it's too many inappropriate
0: <laughs> jokes <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish you'd succeeded no. you, 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 your mind just goes racing. you like no, it's right there on the table in front of me <laughs> there's nothing that doesn't need anything else <laughs> uh, yeah I don't remember that one bit I mean, uh, I, neither does he. Yeah, I suspect he doesn't play that as part of his greatest hits tour. Oh, his greatest hits tour is him playing uh, I'm Never Going to Give You Up eight times. Yeah. yeah. And then pretending it's... to play something else and then cut into a video of him doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's him literally rickrolling an yeah, entire yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh All right, number eight, though, and we did mention this.
3: Oh, he's oh, he excited.
1: Right. Into- yeah. And I remember loving this. This was the first time I'd ever heard that riff. I was, was going to say, that's the
2: main reason to love it, really, isn't it? It's a good pop song, though. Oh, yeah, it's terrific. Yeah.
1: I mean, how did the Smiths let him get away with this? I must have... In it, I mean, this... This recorded 1998. This was before people really were clamping down on it. Well, it was I'm on really, the
0: cusp. You know, we've just had that conversation about that print song, so... Do you know what I mean? But it's, it's true, I don't
1: know. Yeah,
2: and we're not talking about, uh, you know, a sample that's been played around with or messed or chucked in the middle of a song.
0: It's the song. It is the entire song, yeah. yeah. But that's that's mm. that's the harder thing to pass isn't it yeah sure well exactly uh, yeah I don't know oh, i right but sorry you're, I thought you were arguing against me I'm, sorry, I'm used to dealing with this fucker <laughs>
1: <laughs> can you name me any other Soho songs no. no of course not no of course fucking not no uh, one hit wonders realistically but I think that's a terrific hit. that's one of the ones that if you if you were watching uh, do you remember 1991 you know Talking Heads one with uh, probably Stuart Baconi spouting on about something Suho is a perfect one for
0: that. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they do a a, a a sci-fi film and someone travels back to 1991, and that's playing in the background in the uh-huh. blockbuster video. Yeah. Of yeah. Just yeah I, Marvel. I think with a song like
2: that, you've got a danger. In the same way, if you do, if you make it with a cover, that if you make it with a song that is essentially someone else's song, mm. it sort of. Doesn't mean that everyone's going to like your next song because it wasn't really you that they loved particularly. So no, that's, yeah, it's a little something we call the credit
0: to the nation effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. No, call it call it what true. you want. I'll call it a one-hit wonder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number
1: seven. And this—that's fucking nineteen nineties as hell. Has just got a hard oh, year. Yeah. oh my god this is so bad
0: oh, wait, I know what this is oh well. you'll, you'll definitely know it oh I love you love you um oh oh what is this um oh this is Carly Minogue yep um that's definitely that's yeah, it's that PWL like <laughs> yes um, made. What? what's the word um is that, that, better that disco no, sound it? like it's, um no. mm. high energy that's,
3: yeah,
2: that, that's yeah. the sound yeah
1: yeah yeah it? what's the song called what do I have to do Wow,
0: I don't even remember that one. Yeah.
1: What do I have to do to get it through to you? Oh, well, I do remember I that now. I, Nicely delivered. Thanks too. very much. Oh, I didn't like what sing. do I have to do to make you love me? Love well, me. Yeah, oh. I'm sorry, you've. you've yeah. yeah, I <laughs> fucked it. Uh, number <laughs> six, though. This is classic. You, you'll absolutely know this straight away.
2: this is I believe by EMF. Yes, mate. Yeah. <laughs> this, is not, this is a good song. Indeed.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I've got the 12 inch of this. See, I really enjoyed this. See
2: yeah. I mean EMF were an interesting one because they were they were they were connected to Jesus Jones in the sense that the sort of sneeze Jesus Jones fans—you'll we'll call them me, <laughs> right? For the second yeah, argument, yeah, we'll call we're a size. bit like uh, EMF with their, you know, pop Jesus Jones sounds. Uh-huh. Like Jesus Jones, of thrash metal.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the starlight side. Because they had one massive hit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now I believe I think it's a great, great tune. Yeah. yeah. But it was—I mean, I'm serious. It's trait to say it now, but it was so bizarre that they had unbelievable, and then I believe. And then um, they also did I'm a Believer. With, oh, they did, yeah. With, with Reeves Piri- and Mortimer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like, mate, you've got a, a very narrow
3: <laughs> path <laughs> you're flying here. you are going to run out of titles very soon. Number five I couldn't find on
1: Spotify, but that's okay because it's about uh, Praise, Only You, and it's another one that sounds like Enigma. Well, it's, um, it's boring, boring then, shit. No, and, on. and it was on Pure Moods.
0: Pure <laughs> Number four Age
1: is a mood <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anger is an energy Anger is a gift um, I, I, Total aside here Public Image Limited played in Northern Ireland A couple of years back now And if you, if you know your geography in Northern Ireland You've got Belfast which of course we all do. Of course we yeah. do.
2: If Brexit tells you anything, it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> right here. You literally know nothing and care nothing about your nation and its descent into war.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got so Belfast, and then to be honest, the rest of the country is mostly just fields. There's pockets of whatever. Um, but about ten miles outside of Belfast, there's a place called Bangor, which is where my grand lives. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
0: some some bits. <laughs>
3: Chris's uh. grandmother.
1: Banger. <laughs> <laughs> and there's uh, look, there's literally nothing going on. <laughs> so I'm, <gonna> take longer.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I'm glad you're here for that, Simon, otherwise it just couldn't be. <laughs> Sorry, carry on.
1: So there's, there's banger is not the sort of place where anything interesting happens. Uh, it's a little to the side. <laughs>
2: Au contraire
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck it out
1: But for some reason Public Image Limited uh, The promoters decided to have This gig In Bangor As opposed to in Belfast In just a big park In Bangor But I swear to god The only reason they did it They decided to do that Was so they could have their posters Big uh, PIL logo John Biden face Tagline Bangor is an energy Wow (laughs) fuck yep. it that,
0: that, that. <laughs> I thought that was no, no 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 it's, it's in look mate okay just look I am uh, I am a, a substandard comedian at best but just the one thing of writing that has taught me right is if you want to use the word banger as a punchline later in your story don't use it in the same word as your nan early in the story <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it's not banger <laughs>
3: banger of <laughs> course <laughs>
0: You know, it's One think.
1: rhymes with anger And one rhymes with banger. Anger It's
2: got no. an RG Yeah but what are you, do you but, Banger Yeah so what would I do
1: to your grandma? Grand? You would bang her
0: <laughs> You're saying Hang on, would you If <laughs> <laughs> you've got sorry, sorry. Nam dating podcast
3: <laughs> no, but I think So what you would could...
0: you do to my nan Finger <laughs> No, a sausage would be called a banger,
1: but banger is the no name. I, no, i, I banger.
0: It, see, it's it's an an it sounds correct. They're two different words. Yeah, but you know how how sounds work, don't you? When things sound like each other. Sure, oh yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not my issue at all. You know, like when you say, our, and it sounds like, <laughs> Uh
1: Well, that's all coming out, yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, no no you got to leave the something about your nan not a chance
1: <laughs> oh. Um you'll start a new podcast <laughs> 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 oh
0: where did I get to there number you call it four nan and irish oh, that wouldn't work anyway yeah you should take it out <laughs> oh, God. Right, what are we doing now okay number
1: four i do remember this being a pretty big one at the time this is a uh, uh M- nomad
0: featuring uh, mc mikey d that's very well. yeah wow yeah. good work yeah. take, it down, take it down take it down mikey take it down take it down yeah. take it down <laughs> see this
2: is the sort of tune which i would have spoken ill at the time but now yeah
0: it, it, so, yeah. yeah yeah oh absolutely i thought this was Awful, yeah. Back then. Oh, I like this at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I liked it. No, I like this, and I still like it. Took it down. I took it down. I took it down. on am Mikey. Tick it down. <laughs> I it down. I took it down. on mic.
3: Mikey.
1: No? No. I'll tell you what is fucking dreadful. Oh. The next one. I remember this very well. Oh. Oh, as it grew. Oh, as it grew, it grew the, um. Wiggle it. it. Yes. Feel
3: wiggle
0: it. 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 Bye. Uh, Wiggle
2: it by two in a ring. Yes. Yes. That's
3: classic 90s dance rap. Yeah. It's exactly
2: the same rap as you get on Snap Records. Uh it's CNC Music Factory. Yep. Uh huh. Wiggle it just a
3: little bit
0: as it grows. Yeah, awful. Yeah. It
1: is terrible. Uh, Number two is even worse.
0: Bartman? Oh, mm, yeah. Fucking hell. Do the Bartman. Do the Bartman. Yeah. Yo. Yeah.
3: Hey,
2: what's happening, dude? Shocking. Yeah. You see, yeah see, I never saw The Simpsons this time, yeah. so it was a, it was
1: a, oh, right, oh, okay. it was a
0: big craze, completely detached from anything I'd seen. Yeah. It just. Well, it was just
1: at that point, it was just merch and marketing. marketing yeah, yeah, yeah. This right? is in America, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you may notice in that t-shirt, the t-shirt I'm wearing in that skateboarding photo that came out of me yesterday, is a Homer Simpson t-shirt. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, and this is the one, I'm pretty sure, didn't people say this was written by Michael Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. And when it gets
0: to the chorus, it is pretty obvious.
1: Let me skip to that.
0: I mean, and let's, let's, uh, let's look for the clue in the title.
3: Yeah, it's kind of very, uh,
0: the
2: way you make me feel.
1: Kind yeah. Of the so it's
0: called, so, and Bartman was a child, and the song yeah. called, do the Bartman? Mm-hmm. How do we never see this coming? <laughs> Wait, right, we yeah? didn't. We didn't know this it was Pyt, pretty young thing. I mean, oh you <laughs> <wrote>
2: that <history. laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, he was.
0: You know, he's. I mean, he wrote the word dangerous on his album cover. And <laughs> bad. Yeah. Mm. Uh, number
1: one though.
2: Right, this is Here's a radio fucking brilliant song. Yes. Three yeah. yeah, a.m. This is such. I, a shame. Love, I love a bleep. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: This, this, I, what I love like, is, I, I love that they've bought their own crowd
3: noise. <laughs> like, no, <laughs>
0: just in case you don't know what
3: to do. This is what you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. That's yeah, exactly.
2: They are brilliant. And you know, they're just the fact that you can't get their songs. And the fact that just, you know, there's, no, there's no back catalogue anymore it's just. Oh well. Th- you couldn't go out and buy a nice. no, no, no. Their, their thing was they they announced their retirement, and at that point, they destroyed all existing physical copies, and that's why you can't buy anything new. Nothing to be re-released.
1: Nothing's on Spotify. Right. Well, I mean, there are a couple. Obviously, uh, we've had it before where I couldn't play a KLF song it yeah. wasn't on Spotify. This is on like a nineties CD, best or something. So I'm guessing that label has maybe been to already been licensed. Yeah. yeah, at that point, how CD is it? So.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I didn't realise that they even destroyed like all the master tapes and everything. Then, oh, no, like,
0: I, I bet they haven't destroyed the masters.
1: All right. I mean, do you reckon
0: they destroyed? I mean, I suppose they burnt a million. quid they actually uh, burnt a yeah. million quid? They burned a lot of
2: money. Um, really I choose to believe they
1: did because I I love that right, particular right, sure. act. But, okay, so that, that's your top ten. Um, that's an up and down top ten. You've got dreadful shite like Vanilla Ice, uh, Rick Arsley, two in tuna Room. But you've also got Soho, EMF, KLF
0: I'm not sure, I mean, we're, I'm not sure we're putting
1: the... Soho in the right <clears throat> I think as, as a an alternative it's, it's, a, it's an indie In inverted commas track Coming through It's very It's so 91 I mean is yeah. it, I
2: believe The only track on there With an actual drummer
1: That's entirely possible And yeah. um, let's face it That's mostly Drum Machine as well Yeah, yeah. Interestingly That's a lie
0: Yeah <laughs> Another tape Oh he's right? got another, another tape um, I feel. I feel like I should have bought a bag of you stuff. Can, like
2: have it. you still got any of the tapes that, like, that, that maybe I made you or like that?
1: Uh, probably. I've got. I, I, if people made me tapes, I've usually got them kept. Um, I made a tape for again. I've said it. I was in the circus, and on Saturdays we would uh, practice in this big hall, a church hall, and we would have my little tape player playing whatever. And I would make tapes for the circus. And I would try Not to be too much of a dick And just put on stuff I liked I would try and put on Some hits of the day Right I made this one in I think it was, would have been January or February 1991 And I had just got Some sort of best of Hits 90 thing Or whatever For Christmas So Track listing on this I believe EMF Wiggle it Two in a room Do the Bartman The Simpsons Jesus Christ get Crazy by Seal 3am Eternal KLF X, Y and Z Poplay itself yeah. Gonna Make You Sweat CNC Music Factory Vogue Madonna Wash Your Face In My Sink This is pure 1991 That,
0: right I mean, there. that absolutely is man and what, and what would you do While you're listening Would you just sit around And work, talk about Why you weren't getting laid <laughs> What at 15? That was why I wasn't getting laid Oh because you were 15? Yeah And a law abiding citizen <laughs> Mate you should come to my school i <laughs> <laughs> on to yeah. like, <laughs> a club in Luton with Dave Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hung around the Radio One offices.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, hindsight, eh? For- Can I just make it clear for legal purposes that no one who's a part of the Pop Collaborate and Listen podcast uh, is making any real legal challenge on uh, Adrian Just. Adrian Just, as far as we are aware, is never interfered with children.
2: No, in fact, all he's actually done is give me some records. Yep. And this is what's happened to him. Yeah. No, that's yeah, his no, fault.
0: No free lunch, though, mate. Is there? <laughs>
1: Uh, top 10 there And Yeah like I say Up and down Only a, a couple I could see Outside of the top 10 In this week Or of any note Peaking at number 49 Is that Petrol Emotions Tingle Any you
2: know, I'm, i I mean emotion? I'm amazed that That's something you picked no, out No I think I, I think my Petrol Emotion Was um, Sort of part of that Kind of Semi left of center rock that maybe I was a little
1: bit too young for when they had their moment. I right, think. and also I think because there was an Irish link to the band, it was they're probably bigger in Belfast than they were the rest of yeah. The they
3: was, the I, they,
2: they, I kind of associate them with like Crazy Head mm-hmm. and Diesel Park West and those sort yeah, they more yeah. like
1: that. Um, Picking at number seventy this week, and Psy, you'll get this. Last five yes. Counting backwards, throwing users Yes. Brilliant song, yeah, love it. Great right album, love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, peaked at seven. I didn't even think it would have got top hundred if I'm honest with that single. I'm surprised it broke anything. No, any at all. no, but I. It's still it's still that first week of release
2: stuff, and it's the first. I, I think it was D. the first single off that album. It was, as was, well. yeah, so,
1: yeah. And the only other one peaking at ninety four. I was entirely unaware of the band at this point, but I'm pretty sure I heard of them soon after and disliked them. Uh, Monarch Street Preachers, Motown Junk. So they had just come through early 91 Because Motown Jungle was the first thing they did, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, I think so Yeah, then it was like You Love Us and stuff Yeah, the, yeah. then it was the first album stuff Yeah, that, was no, before I, all that. I, I couldn't get on board with it at all I remember them being really, really hyped in mm. Maker and NME Huge! Who, you know, you know, and with hindsight they were probably right Because they you know, they did well in the sort of Britpop era mm. um, But I remember there was all that hype and they were You know, they were writing themselves They were really angry about things yeah. and, then, and then I had the music And it sounded to me like Guns N' Roses Right. And I know, obviously, Dave. You love Guns N' Roses, but to an indie sensibility, that was like, "Well, this is like boring.
1: This You're is a, yeah. yeah. There's no drum machine here. No,
2: this is just leather trousered nonsense."
1: <laughs> Which I believe is the new Guns N' Roses album title. <laughs> <laughs> She's releasing in a few Fuck it <laughs> uh, oh, f- fucking hell Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway. Right. Okay. That's
1: all I've got for singles this week, though. I'm Like just
0: on the subject of Guns N' Roses how amazing is it that there's no one's dead from Guns N' Roses Jesus that's a point yeah how crazy is that huh anyway carry on or well, Motley Crue to be fair mm, yeah Yet. I mean Motley well Motley Crue have killed some people oh, oh yeah we've all
1: been there <laughs> right uh, that's what i for singles so let's finish off this album we've only got three tracks to go
0: okay so next track is two and two Yeah. So this one's almost metal. Funnily, so we were having that conversation. This is pretty much a fucking straight-ahead metal track, isn't it? Really. It's, like a, it's got a big riff. Yeah. Listen, it's got that kind of galloping kind of metal pace to it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, no, it is, yeah.
1: yeah. And he's got his more rock vocal hat on as well. me. R- yeah. It's, it's, it's back to that feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, I don't know. I think this... I think. But I, I thought it on the first one as well. I think the voice sounds a bit more forced. It's a, it's not it's it's kind of fake to me when he does that.
0: I, you, no, I like his voice in that song. I think yeah. you know, I think anything yeah, he pulls. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean that doing that with your voice in any way, shape, or form is. is I an suppose affect, that's exactly. not your really Yeah, it, it is an affectation. Yeah, you know, you know, I mean, any anyone that does that kind of more screamed vocal. Yeah. You know. Okay. That's that's
1: that's a good point. But it doesn't. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy that. Uh, that. Particular style for him
2: Yeah I mean He didn't Didn't sort me out Much of the time I mean now It just sounds like A really big nice riff And right. the song works Right um, But yeah It's an album track Not a single
0: Yeah It's a very definition Of an album track Yeah, yeah. Sure But I mean I, I also think It'd be a good live track As well I think if like, mm-hmm. drop, drop that one live And it's just gonna yeah. be A kind of a you know too i mean again, it's, i mean it's you know brevity is its success a lot of it Yeah. You know, straight i mean lyrically it's what about the fallacy of certainty just Very like much. being like yeah you know it's, it's
2: it's it's back to that same thematic thing as trust me
0: and yeah, the album title yeah. you know like like life exists in gray areas be yeah. be cautious of people that think in absolute sad, yeah. go, goes into that kind of victorian yeah. kind of thing as well and that yeah still seems true in 2019 it, yeah. yeah yeah
2: but
1: it, it is it's, it's that don't tell me what to do. You're not right necessarily. You may
0: say you are, but it doesn't mean you are correct. What are you saying? They're not so much uh, musicians as prophets, is that what we
2: Well, I, I mean, they're called Jesus. Right? Oh. The clues are all there. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad watching real real, real real with me and asking me which one's Jesus. Oh,
0: amazing. Classic dad joke. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> amazing. Oh,
1: great. <laughs> okay, well, this, I oh. think you're right. I think this probably would be a good one live because it's. All right, everyone down the front, start throwing yourself around the place. It's it's for the sixteen-year-old fans in there. Yeah, uh,
0: w- that would work. It doesn't do it for me. This one, I must admit. You, uh, I think this is I think this is uh, perfectly perfectly decent. Yeah. Straight straight up indie rock ride. Yeah, I, I I really like this one. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, moving on to number ten. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Stripped. Uh huh. We've all got exactly the same first note for this song. Guarantee it. Oh, er... Um, yeah, it was pretty quiet and... Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we must talk. Yeah, <laughs> Indeed.
1: Anyway, basically, right, so yeah, that's
0: that. So, yeah. so I mean, someone's been listening to the public anyway, Yeah, right? yeah. This, this is this is bomb squad, left, right, and center.
1: Okay. Yeah. you're absolutely right. That is there. I thought Ministry straight away.
0: Well, I mean, I've 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 got I've put. So, what, so what did Ministry sound like in '91? Uh, vaping honey. Which so okay, so Jesus, Jesus Built My Hot Rod. No, '91. No, that's '92. Oh. So '89. So, nice so
2: is a minus terrible thing to taste. So that's yeah. when they've kind of invented that sound. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah so we, we are yeah they, they sound like this at the time <laughs> yeah i mean i've got like industrial i've put this is the industrial outlier on the record uh-huh. it's like you know kind of nine inch nails kind of pre-nine inch nails being nine inch nails mm-hmm. you know you've got the whole industry like revolting like al jorgensen's doing his thing, revolting cocks of a thing kmfmd uh-huh. so kfmdm mm-hmm. yeah I never fucking get that right when i say it um yeah all that stuff is is out there but yeah, very much kind of you know that that sample-heavy, laden production—it just sounds like Bomb Squad to me. Oh yeah, it, I, mean, I,
2: I I totally agree. I don't know I don't know if I'd say it's indebted to industrial because I think those two, you know, those two sort of exist at the same in parallel because you've got the you've got the effect of the Bomb Squad on UK music yeah. and on Grebo and you've got things like Meat Beat Manifesto where it's all sample-based sure yeah um so I think it exists. I think the UK side is a slightly funky, more dance indebted sound and right. that to me sounds like this and there's just so much going on I would say that the song it's based around seems to have no place in this song whatsoever It's... the production is... <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah. it's two
2: completely different songs yeah.
1: yeah, the vocal on here sounds entirely out of place yeah. for, for what it's part of yeah, I don't, yeah
2: I, 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 exactly. Yeah. I don't quite how he came to the jam or whatever and went, I've played this, and they
0: went, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, you know, you, we talked a few times about them being a studio band, and this is, this is someone in the studio going, OK, what can we do? And again, you know, that is you know, pretty much the genesis of a lot of industrial music people in studios going, OK, what fucking weird noises can we make these things do? You know, this is the reason there was the, uh, the warning on the record... Yeah. The, the, the warning on oh, about- the sleeve notes. Like, this record has uh, extreme uh, sounds in it which can damage audio equipment. Right. So I just fucking just pinched my finger between my chair and my foot and that's oh. why I went, oh, Like that. Nice. Um, yeah, but I mean, this is a bold song to put on a number one album, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I, yeah. I mean, I would say that it's most likely they are fans of. And I will. I, I still stand by the the kind of ministry thing. I think it sounds more like that to me. And some of them are into that, yeah. and they've gone. Let's do at least one song that sounds like this bit
2: of stuff yeah. we like. Yeah, I mean there is there is a version of this uh, released a couple of years ago that is is the song as it sounds as a song. Oh really? So, so it's, it's
0: stripped stripped down.
2: Ooh.
1: Oh. Well, and, okay. So what does that sound like? Is it
2: more um, like just yeah, guitars? Yeah, pretty straight pretty straight rock song that sounds something like this, I okay. guess. So I, I, I mean, I think really now looking back, there's just too much going on to be. It's not, it's not a great song, mm. as much as I am. When the break, it's James Brown. Yeah, the, the again, funky so, drummer again. Yeah, when that breaks in, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that that does sound great. But that's that, that's because you know you put that anywhere.
1: Oh and, mate, and 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 they'll and sort some, me out. Okay, sure. Now I think as a, an overall piece of music, like like you say, Dave, it's it was a bold statement to put it in. It doesn't fit with the rest of it. It is abrasive. And it's probably designed to annoy a lot of people who are going to buy this album because they're not into that. Yeah. But and this
0: is and this is probably what would have sold the album to me completely. I see. As, yeah, Just as a a little bit of a deliberate contrarian at yeah. times. Well, well also, yeah, you know, it appeals to that part of me. I yeah, like, okay. I I like stuff that is obliquely noisy sometimes. It's alright. It does its job.
2: I'm
1: happy for it to be here. Yeah. I would. If, if someone said to me, can you put a little compilation of the best songs on there I bet the best five songs on this album this would be no
0: no you know if I try and frame this out as a as a pop song I'd be like okay you know I can argue why this isn't on here as contrarian little prick that I am I love the fact that this is on here right. I love the fact that they've put this on here it's yeah, I this this endears me to them no end. It, it
2: right. feels, I, I like the noisy bit. I just don't want the vocal in there because it just. Oh, you know, I don't it, like the vocal. It, right. so I, I think. Yeah, I, if, I think the vocals. It's pointless. Like, if you're gonna do
0: do it, do one or the other. Yeah. Right. If yeah. you're gonna do it, do it right. 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 Do it to me. Nice. Said to so, so radio one DJ to you, but um, anyone? Anyway, what? Adrian <laughs> Just. I keep forgetting his name. Adrian just didn't do it he just didn't Adrian just say no (laughs) and he did to Simon's advances (laughs) little slut
2: (laughs) little slut (laughs) (laughs) I was was attractive young man
1: (laughs) still are it was the undercut okay so final track yes alright so Blist track number 11 nice kind of cymbal
0: ride Mm -hmm. layering up that's some good kind of Slave Sith.
1: Again, that sounds a soundtrack synth yeah. This is proper Carpenter. Yeah, that bit there, right? The that that, uh, that reminds me of uh, Tower of Strength by Mission.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. That's Tower of Strength by <laughs> Mission. <laughs> See what I have to put up with side? Every time. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. time. And I, I love that kind of echo-locator beep as well, mm-hmm. that yeah. is much too far forward in the mix as well. It's like, why well, that's too far. You haven't... Yeah, but I, know, but I I like it there. I, I, I
1: really like that. No, when really, I listened to this, I thought something else had happened on my computer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought,
3: I was like, oh, I'm a programmer. <laughs> <so good."
1: laughs> oh, shit. I've left <laughs> all of that porn <laughs> open. <over. laughs> That's my title boy yeah. <laughs> one that's just in Morse code. Why, why is his computer so slow? <laughs> Alright, so this one. Uh I, I do think the lyrics are kinda wishy-washy. I think we're firmly in nineties territory
2: here. Yeah. This
1: is this this is kind
2: of all back to mind off the club. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everyone's feeling a little bit good
1: for whatever reason yeah. and yeah. <laughs> They've had yeah. a goodie, they're feeling jaded.
0: <laughs> Positivity and you know sweetness and light and that sort of stuff. Yeah. it's a lovely sentiment, it is. But it's just a bit trite sometimes. It's no. a little bit meandering this one, mm. but if you're gonna put it anywhere on the hand, put it last. Oh totally. That's yeah, what it's totally. For. This is the, this is your closer. It's very beloved. I think I thought uh-huh. exactly the same yeah. definitely you've got your bird, you got your found sounds bit of bird song. oh we've got some found sounds we went out with a recorder <laughs> no. f- f- uh, I fucking hate the expression found sounds <laughs> go fuck yourself I think you find it's pronounced find signs mate oh uh, is it? yeah <laughs> it's got it's, got, it's got A's in it has it? Yeah. found sounds find signs there's a weird bit in this though the chorus sounds like an NXS song and I was, I, I was trying to remember which one it is it's not, not the chorus there's a bit in it mm-hmm. and It sounds like disappeared by fucking NXS. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. That really does sound like disappeared by NXS. Okay, interesting. I've not picked up on that one bit. I like it. I've
2: I've got here that I think his his voice sounds pretty exposed. I Mm -hmm. think, you know, probably because they've not. They've not put loads of stuff going all over it. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it does sound like he stretched it about as far as he can. Yeah. Um, but it works because it's a kind of laid-back, breathy vocal anyway. So it's yeah,
1: it's a nice, uplifting. You know, lying in a field in a sunny day. Listen, listen to this sort of thing. It's much happier than uh, the rest of the album, I think. Mm. It's yeah, a nice yeah.
2: way to finish it. Yeah. 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 I mean, the whole. I think the whole album sequenced pretty well. Mm-hmm. It starts off. Like, very you know, I, angry. I think
0: absolutely. I think. I think. Yes, that uh, pops up the sensibility coming into play here. But it's also, like you say, someone has listened to a lot of things and has learned from their influences. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, like you say, a very, very, very well-sequenced album. Mm. So that's I, it. I was very pleased at the end. I
1: re- don't remember some of it, but the bits I do remember I really liked. And some of the bits I don't remember were I was very pleasantly surprised by again. So I really like this album. I
0: also... I really like this I'm album. I'm amazed that Dave liked it. I'm yeah. so happy. Yeah. It's brilliant. I, I, no, I really like this album. Um, it's all of the bits that I like about good indie without all of the stuff that I hate. Okay it's you know it, it hasn't got any of this fucking oh we're swaggering and we're British and we're brilliant fucking dickhead stuff that fucking annoyed me about all of Britpop oh yeah, yeah but I think I think we all agree on that anyway yeah. so. but and you know but it, I mean but I can't but I can't look past it in the same way that other people I, I can't give it the pass uh,
2: I, yeah but I, I guess to me this uh, I was listening to this stuff before Britpop and
0: then yeah. when Britcock Brit, Britcock yeah. <laughs> when Britcock happened to me yeah. when Britpop happened <laughs> In um, yeah, I went. I went
2: running, screaming for the fields and the, and the dance floors, and away from, yeah. from from all that. Oh, stuff. sure, but you know, like
0: even to contextualise this, we did um, the Charlatans album, and I tried to be as even handed as I possibly can. But like, that album is just that's a sign of indie to me. It becomes very tedious very quickly because it's. Uh, I find a lot of indie very happy to regurgitate the same set of. Ideas over and over again, you know, uh, and some people get, you know, a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of my friends, you know, kind of really big into those bands, it's like bands like the Blue Tones, who people absolutely adore, and I just can't get past well, the lack of I'm innovation. Not, and, I live in the north
2: of England, where that stuff is really big still. The Cortinas, that there's a really big crowd yeah. for it. But I, you know, I don't understand why a young person would form a band and want to play that kind of music nah. I just don't I don't understand the, I don't understand why you know old men might want to get nostalgic in a field and have those those chords that resonate emotionally with you I get that mm. but I don't understand why a young person would, would pick up a guitar and want to sound like the charlatans there was an interesting thing about the charlatans at the time that they were referred to by melody maker as everyone's favourite band
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's with nice all
2: their readership like them but they were no one's favourite band right
1: or even the top six
2: <laughs>
0: but, the, but the thing is they probably had more number one albums than any other band out of that indie genre
1: there's going to be two more
0: that we're going to have to do yeah they, 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 they had a, a, really they, had, th- they had, th- had three number one wow,
1: wow. self titled I'm telling stories both number one in the 90s wow crazy mm. both really good albums yeah we'll see <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: anyway yeah. I, I like this because it's full of ideas and it's full of youthful exuberance and it's full of people that are going against the grain and not mm. giving up but they're also doing it with a pop sensibility Right. Um, it, it, it's yeah. It's kind of almost a meeting of two worlds that I really love, which is kind of slightly anarchic, kind of cultural stuff, and uh, and pop music. Uh, and yeah, I just I'd have really liked to have had a pint of cider and black mm. and some mushrooms with you lot. Probably it would have probably been a <laughs> wonderful time. Or a little kind. I'd, I'd have probably liked to have sat on the top of a of a mini ramp while you lot were much better at skateboarding than me. Do you know what I mean? It was just quite, Yeah. Uh, it does give me a little kind of bit of low melancholy because I'm like I, I probably would have enjoyed a lot of these records at the time, and I could have, there's probably a few experiences that would have been more distinctly English. Look, the problem is, right? There's a joke amongst my friends, right? As you, as you all know, mm-hmm. where it's you know it's, it's it's the line from Alan Partridge, and it's just to kind of paraphrase it's like oh this is Dave. Dave likes American things. Okay. <laughs> and I have all I've always been a massive like Yanker file, you know. And stuff for me was always by default better because it came from America. Who's cooler and yeah, yeah. more other? And I think that you know, and I think that kind of did influence my early taste. And I did, and that's yeah. You know, I don't have many musical regrets. I mean, I've got some dog eat dog albums. That I'm not <laughs> <old>. <laughs> albums. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? <you? laughs> I think I have I think I've got the first EP as well that, that um, Dave
1: has uh, met Doggy Dog on more than one occasion. I know I've reason.
0: had I I saw Doggy Dog live about sixteen times over a very short period of time and to the point where they knew me by name and would dedicate songs to me and Louise. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's there's some background info for you that yeah. you wish you there didn't you
0: know. Well, there you go, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like I mean, the the pair of you can act like you're fucking cooler than that, but you know, let's face it. The stories I mean Probably, yeah, probably no, that not quite
1: that oh, story. No, we, we, I'm sure that Both you and I Will have equivalents Yes
3: Yeah
2: yeah. Oh yeah I yeah I once Got told off Alongside
0: Bentley Ace Backstage For smoking herbal cigarettes So yeah <laughs> Bentley Rhythmace I gave I gave, um, I gave uh, New Kingdom A spliff at Redden Festival One year Oh wow well, Smoked it with them Well I'm well, I, I Facebook friends Of uh, Sash now yeah. right? Oh you really Yeah, yeah Nice yeah. All oh, right, let's fucking know and uh, was it, let's get into obscure bingo. I'm uh, I've played nose flute with. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what well, I've done really well in that whole thing not to name drop like unknown indie <laughs> bands. It's like my New Year's resolution is to not name drop uh-huh. bands that are of no interest to in the person I'm talking
0: to whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, did I, did I mention I gave Russell Howard last night? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean he, uh, I mean he opened for me. <laughs> right, strictly <above> speaking, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to suck him off or anything. <laughs>
1: okay, so I'm very pleased. We're pro- I suspect, we're all in agreement that this is a decent album.
0: Yeah, I mean, can we say it stands up
1: to the test of time, or do we just like it because it sounds like it's 1991?
0: Uh, oh, that's see, that's difficult. I, uh, I'm aware it doesn't all stand up. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is dated a little bit, and some of it don't I mean, you know, I mean, uh, what was? The, the track with the rapping in it. And what, what oh it god! Was, yeah, yeah. yeah that—that's no, that's bullshit. Yeah, I mean that's that's know, a mistake. That, that's quite oh. obviously something that's dated poorly. Yeah. Um, but I think the the big singles, like real, real, real international bright young thing, and real, 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 right here right yeah. now. Yeah. I think they all. I think like, those are. You know, you you could you could hear any one of those songs being synced today. Mm.
2: I, I think right here, right now, is is genuinely timeless. Yeah. The other stuff I think has dated, I think Real Real's dated a lot, but that's part of why I love it, because part of this whole sound is, we're not making music that's gonna sound classic, because that's what leads, when you're thinking about your legacy, that's what leads to Britpop and just boring stuff. This stuff exists at the time, that is saying, I can't believe where I live now, I'm gonna use the latest technology. Jesus Jones were really forward thinking in terms of technical stuff. I mean, Perverse, the next album, it's either, it's one of the, or one of the first albums to be recorded on a computer. No, it's,
0: it's the, fir- it's the yeah. first rock album to be completely recorded digitally. I read that. Yeah, and
2: on the credits, yeah, each one, everyone's assigned to um, sort of, uh, you know, kilohertz or hertz right. rather than rather yeah, being right. said as bass or drums because <laughs> they only exist as that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's
0: insanely pretentious, but, really,
2: <laughs> but, it's, but, <laughs> but it's, it's fun. But yeah, it's all about that thing that they, they want to live in the here and now. Um, so yeah. the fact that it's dated,
0: I just have mm-hmm. a problem with it anyway. So... No, that's, it's, I mean, it's modernism isn't it you know I mean in, in a way that you know the mod was a react it, as hard as it is to fucking think it, it's so weird isn't it mod being modernism Brad, this is what's going on now and yet it's yeah. all about fucking stuff that happened 45 years ago right, Yeah, yeah cunts on vespers <laughs> alright so we're not at the point
1: where we need to decide which songs from this album we're going to put into our ongoing playlist of yeah. the, the best stuff we think of every album No. As usual, we've got to do between one and three songs mm-hmm. total. I'm assuming we're all in uh, agreement that it's going to be more than one song on this. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. okay. Do we want to do three? You, you want, are there three that you think? Let's no, do it. I, I could do three, but yeah. Yeah. I would do three. Yeah. Okay. So again, presumably we all agree. But let's go real, real, real. That's my favourite yeah. one. Okay. Well, I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh Do you want to do right here, right now? Definitely right here, right now. As, As the big one, the big kind of defining yep. moment
0: yeah so that's two if you right tell you what Dave if you were to do three what would your third be uh, see now and this is this is where the the twat criteria stuff comes in because f- the, the next best song on this uh, is International Bright Young Thing mm-hmm. right and then what we're doing is we're picking that's three it. singles yeah no that's um, true. and I mean given my absolute druthers mm-hmm. this is difficult because I think Trust Me gives you a statement of intent mm-hmm I think stripped gives you that outlier of what's going on, and it's interesting. Is it is interesting as an album track? I right. think that that's very subversive that it's on there. Yeah, but it's objectively not one of the better songs. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, Victoria. I don't right. love, and I right. know you guys do. Um, and I can't okay. I can't go with burning because of that. I mean, okay. So, uh, so I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I am I am leaning back to. I am leaning back Between Trust Me And International Bright Young Thing right? Fine okay I'm probably Because of how much I like International Bright Young Thing I'm probably going for that
3: Yeah
1: So, si, What would your uh, What would your Number personally three Personally I'd
2: go for Trust Me I really like Trust Me
1: Oh okay uh,
2: But yeah I'm a big sucker for that Just that noise
1: Oh yeah no, that That is very Yeah Yeah, yeah totally um, I would agree that I think International Bright Young Thing Is the next best song on here Yeah But I am aware That then we've just done th- The first three singles But I am also of the opinion that if those are the best ones, then that's what it should be. You know, we're not not necessarily... Well, also, I wouldn't presume that... Loads of people are really familiar with those songs because they
2: were
0: the singles. You know, no, most, most, most people That's are going like, you to know right here, right now, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's face it; probably most people that are listening to this are the same age as us. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not name. feeling. I'm not feeling like your <laughs> like your son's been handing this out to his mates. So need
3: to hear these guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, not even me being on it. <laughs> <laughs> they would do that. If, if anything, that would be that
1: would be a negative. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. shall we? I mean, well, that would be my vote. I mean, I would say that Trust Me would be number four. Yeah, but I think the best three are those first three singles. All right then, um, Should
0: we do
3: that. Yeah, yeah. I um, think I think it's
0: representative. I think it's- and I do really love it in Ackleborough. It's great, Joe. And yeah, I okay. want to be able to listen to this pod, this playlist from time to time. Well,
1: this is this is absolutely brightening up the playlist.
0: Oh, without a doubt, yeah. This yeah. is this is. Just- <laughs> we need <laughs> to put <laughs> three
1: put three of these fucking belters in here because yeah. we've just had Enigma and
0: Sting. I mean, <laughs> we, we've basically just put the uh, put a gold bar in the. Uh, in the glove compartment of a 200 pound car I mean, that's what
3: we just done. <laughs> okay those are the three I'm
0: good with that lovely well and do you know what man I just want to say Simon it has been an absolute pleasure to thank have you here so today. much thank you for taking the time out coming down oh, yeah. I loved it it was great awesome I mean I know you probably would have just wasted the time otherwise but um, I probably right, would have by drinking
2: I probably would have just been talking to myself about Jesus Jones <laughs> at home <laughs> well mate tell us about the <laughs> stuff you're doing man like, I know
0: that you're a regular contributor to the temporary fandoms uh, and regular curator on temporary fandoms on Facebook
2: yep yeah, uh, I also um, Write uh, For a blog That's of no interest To anyone Apart from Probably
1: us
0: Called, be- <laughs> called Beat.Rehab Let's face facts right If people are listening To this they've, They're probably Interested in bullshit no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. say, There's a,
1: The crossover Between this podcast And, and that Your blog website Is going to be Fucking high Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so so, that, This so, is the exact Audience for it
2: Yeah so Beat.Rehab Rehab, Where um, We indulge My love of Writing lists of things And creating playlists For people that are probably too old to, you know, to bother searching out new music. Nice. Uh, and occasionally contribute to a uh, another
0: podcast called Dancing About Architecture. Nice, of um, course. Which is uh, also worth checking out. And we have discussed doing some kind of crossovers at some point, and when the world isn't so fucking insanely busy, we will get around to doing Who it. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, thank you. Absolute pleasure. Uh, social media? People find you on social media? Uh, uh, well, there's a Facebook page for Beat Rehab.
2: Yeah. So just called Beat Rehab. We'll look yeah, at about,
1: about our stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Krista? Yeah, fuck you. Up yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm good with that. Uh, next week we are back uh, with Queen's innuendo, which is
0: in your what? Innuendo.
3: <laughs> which, yeah, I'm not
1: sure how that's going to go.
3: Oh, to I'm honest.
0: sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be just as good as the movie. Right. Um. <laughs> Right, so from, uh, from me, from Simon, from Krista, from Waffles the Dog, and from Becca in the Garden, thank you ever so much for having us. We'll see you next time. Nice no, one. Bye. bye.
1: Thank you for checking out this episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. It was produced and edited by us, for which we can only apologise. We're on Twitter, at PCL Podcast on Instagram, also at PCL Podcast, and facebook.com slash PCL Podcast. All of these, plus links to our various Spotify playlists, etc., are on our website, which is PCLPodcast.com. Please feel free to get in contact via any of the social media or on PCLMusicPodcast at gmail.com.